You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 106. the royal meeting hall of Skyclave. Our heroes sit around a grand, a grand dining table with Kusio, the so-called acting king of the Republic of Skyclave. He says, I, you have my sympathy. I too know something of losing one's nation to fate. Please allow me to aid you in any way that I can. We owe everything we have to you and Thunderstrike. He then gestures for the uh, for the, his personal band to stop, so that you may discuss. <laughs> Guy who was about to do a solo looks crestfallen. You've always been a good friend to Thunderstrike and the Quorum. We appreciate your help. We have an opening right now. <laughs> he. <laughs> he nods and smiles. Then he stands slowly, running his fingers across the table with a thoughtful expression. I had not thought my last visit there would be my last. Did it truly just vanish? We believe it was teleported away. Yeah, Ren, <clears throat> Ren says, yes, it vanished, but knowing Stoyla like we do, I highly doubt that it's just gone. It's just a matter of finding it. Says, Indeed, nothing stays lost forever. If she's still out there, you'll find her. Yar. <laughs> yeah. Ren said half-heartedly. I believe, unfortunately, we will continue facing dangers like this as long as we have a demon behind the scenes of everything. I've been thinking about those Dracoliches. It seems like Solus had some knowledge of the Shadow Beast. So obviously, it's had... Some kind of connection. Some kind of connection to her. The Draculiches, however, did not seem to have a connection with Shar. I am thinking perhaps instead their ties were demonic. I'm thinking this Pazuzu sent them to... It would fit but why his would... motif. But why would Pazuzu send them? Oh, why has he done anything? Uh, there is but, but... a goal he wants that we are disrupting. But what... What is it that is specifically making you think that it's Pazuzu? He has been behind so much. Says he, uh, furthermore, our bringing together the <laughs> items of the, the red shards is what will hopefully prevent the cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Says, I believe it is in Pazuzu's best interest to uh, have this cataclysm Interfere. occur. So he is attempting to stop us from retrieving these items. Certainly or, possible. to play the devil's advocate, he's wanting us the to... The Your own advocate? Yeah. I speak for the devils. Um, You're like an evil Lorax. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, uh, 
perhaps Pazuzu actually wants us to get all of the crystals, and then he, once we have them, he will come in and take them from us. Or it could be not even Pazuzu at all. Ren's just been made ruler of the Eighth Lord of Hell, uh, and yeah. the Blood War is currently raging. I'm sure there are plenty of people who would seek to attack him or those who ate him. When Aurora touched the crystal, she saw Pazuzu's meddling in her own past. Certainly. I was as well as, as, have, yours. as have all of us that have touched a crystal. However... Is that not, then, a tie to this bird-faced demon? Well, certainly there's... the, the Certainly Pazuzu has something to do with, what, with what's going on, but... And the crystals. And the crystals, but his intentions are still unclear. Whatever whether, they are, whether they involve he feels, Dracoliches. Whether he feels that we are interfering with his plans, or that this has been his master plan all along for us to get these... Doesn't matter. It's it's unclear. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, we don't want to help him. Well, it does matter, like, quite a bit. Yes. Depending on... Either one? I mean, I'm just saying, well, it, I don't see it changing our, our desires. We're still going be... to get the crystals. We're still going to do whatever it is that we need to do to stop this. That that hasn't changed, we right? We just must be aware that this master of trickery may have already set our path for us. The amount that he has been in all of your pasts and affected where you are now worries me greatly. <laughs> Especially Sam. Right. I just thought of Brandy. Well, it's certainly possible he's behind this, but I don't know if we have any method to confirm that for sure. I and know even the ritual. We, oh. And even <laughs> if we did, I'm not sure how much it would change our current course of action. That's what I'm thinking. That's true. And I don't think we're in a position right now to call him down here to ask him. Oh, I would be very against that idea, even if we were in a position to call him. Winter it says, just seems like asking for trouble. Obviously, our first priority is preventing the cataclysm. But no matter how much it must distract us, I would feel terrible if we did not seek out our lost friends first. Hmm. Ren says, well, of course. That is my number one priority in the immediate... In the immediate future. I mean, that, that's, why, that's part of the reason we're here, is to find them. This is the... Crucio says, and I will lend whatever help I can. Says, you and your citizens are, of course, welcome to stay here as long as you need. Skyclave has more than enough room to support you. My resources are at your disposal should you find yourselves in need. Do you have any flying ships? I have several ambassador quarters available as well. It's no airship, but I'll be certain to find you a view of the sky. Greatly appreciated. We should Uh, first... Housing of refugees is... Thank you. Well, we should see... I mean, we should collect together, if we haven't already, the survivors. And make oh, yeah, they're, they're collected. Okay. Uh, do Rowena we know... was supposed to be in charge of that, but... So, Rowena and, uh, and Sterla are missing. Are missing. Uh, were there any other missing other than halflings who we don't care about? <laughs> Ren and... Cannon fodder, we call them. Like, is the... Do we have the rest of Buren the cast? and Osena? Where's Hasten, by the way? <laughs> Hasten is here with you at the table. Oh, yeah. He's, He's been here the whole he time. Never, he never actually. Uh, sits Hasten at the has table. been He's very. He puts a hand on Ren's shoulder from behind him, and Ren jumps I'm and right goes, here. "God, <laughs> I'm actually in your seat. You sat on me." <laughs> I Sorry, it was too awkward. Eric took over Hasten and made him a uh, all the thing, and then I forgot to uh, 
to take him back. <laughs> and he's just been yeah, where did, where conspicuously did? absent the last three episodes. Yeah, where did Four he or five episodes. Play. That's his thing, though. He just always... It's a while. On the ship. He was last kind of noisy when he revealed that he had that uh, compulsion by Orcus. No, he was last noisy during the investigation of uh, the assassination. Ren's devil assassin took him out. <laughs> no. That's what happened. Oh. Well, as soon as this council is done... Ren and Frida are going over to Frida's place to check Good it out. Good to know. Sweet. Don't come a knocking. Check Got it out. It. Huh? What happens in Frida's place stays in Frida's place. <laughs> really? What happens in the weave? Choice of words. Uh, I may have access to a planar pocket. my castle. Is this actually what he's saying? <laughs> I really hope not, because yeah. Aurora's just. Not um, down with the innuendo. Um, the refugees. Oh, really? <laughs> <sighs> the refugees have Thunderstrike. It's left around the inside. Focus. Focus. The refugees. No, it's not his fault. He knows my weakness. Of Thunderstrike. You're blowing on his fire. <laughs> the refugees of Thunderstrike, are safe here in Skyclave and have been given comfortable uh, comfortable living space for the time being. Among the losses are several of the crew, but mostly... Inconsequential people. Inconsequential, replaceable members of the crew. The key like missing notable figures are Stoila, the ship's mechanic, and Rowena, the captain of the guard and chief of uh, security of Thunderstrike. Buren, Oseno, Frida, um, Ashir and Latano, Kaz Dunlin have all made it out and are here in Skyclave. Oseno took up the duty of organizing the survivors, doing a head count, finding out who is missing, and has given you a full report of such. And he has set to work trying to find... I mean, he's set to work doing what he can to try to find Thunderstrike, although much of his uh, resources were aboard Thunderstrike itself. Yeah. Curses. You can tell through his normally completely neutral demeanor that he's a little, um... He's not feeling great about the loss of Thunderstrike. I don't think anyone probably is. Who? Oh, There's I know probably one some guy asshole. Is. One guy is. Pazuzu. Beer and Ghost has, uh, has been tending to the wounded, of which there are many, and uh, has been working with Skyclave's uh, triage center, triage center to uh, to save the lives that they can of those that were critically wounded in the uh, in the escape and in the collapse of the ship. How many like crew members lost? Roughly, I mean, a lot, hundreds, a little, twenty percentage. Give us a percentage. About ten uh, percent. Thunderstrike's oh. crew. That's didn't make it out. That's Ooh. actually way less than I thought it was going to be. Well, it's still it's. Any percent is a bad percent unless it's zero. Ren's looking at this from or a half negative full. percent. Yeah. No. Um, I'm glad someone is dealing with all the rituals and stuff like that. There are very powerful people of the arcane persuasion who are specialized in finding lost things, seers and seekers and such. Uh, do we know of anyone like that in Skyclave who we can consult? Frida would honestly probably be our best bet. Um, yeah. As as. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, Frida is honestly probably our best bet as far as 
uh, anything regarding teleportation magic. She is pretty much the expert on top of already being our good friend. So if she had a clue as to where we could find a perhaps emergency teleport ritual that went awry, she'd be the excellent first stop. Well, Ren's You are. You and your crew combined yeah. are the best in the world. There is nobody better than I. It is you who they come to. Ren, Not me, Ren's got... Ren's got a couple things so humble, from back in his in his quarters on board the ship that give off extremely powerful arcane signatures that um, we should be able to key in on. Ren is hoping to be able to key in on um, if they're still you know there and not exploded somewhere. Um, hmm. But <clears throat> he needs a couple things in order to do it. So, he's so it sounds like our first order of business is definitely Thunderstrike. Yes. Uh, I'm in agreement. Thunderstrike. We have other things needed, but nothing quite as pressing. Aurora, she's kind of half, half in agreement, only because as far as what's needed and when we could jump next, not knowing when we'll ever come back, Yeah. it's a higher priority you know, on a astronomical scale True. to find the extra shards. Oh, sure. True. But, but on a scale of she's a little hearts. she's a little cold in that way. She and it's it's not something you would have normally expected from her maybe a month ago. But this it's um, it's Hugh kind of takes it from the view of I mean he said to Freedom many times sometimes when you're doing a task you've got to like you know make sure your tools are working right and mm-hmm. Thunderstrike and Stoila. Uh, have proven themselves invaluable as far as accomplishing our tasks. And That's so I true. think progressing on without them will take more time than if we stop to recover them. Exactly. Ren was going to point out the This whole... is a good conversation, and we're having this. Like, yeah. yeah. Ren, Ren, back Ren points out the whole return on investment concept, that yes, we're going to take a little bit of time to go and get them, but it will make the overall effort of getting the shards and stopping the cataclysm that much easier. I guess as long as we don't get completely sidetracked for a very long time. No, agreed. I mean, we'll have to There keep... has to be a point where we say, maybe we do we'll not have to look later. We do not have the strength of character to look out for our friends and loved ones, and we will not have the strength of character to stop the cataclysm. Uh, it's a nice sentiment, but... I find that just very strong weapons tend to be all you need. My family also thought so. <laughs> I know they're all ghosts. Are you saying we'll never die? The best weapon I will ever need. My his forehead. My forehead. I mean, his mind. He's a hell of a headbutter. Alright, so? So... We, we go out and find... Suggest... We go get... Talking to Frida. <laughs> Frida first. I ten As you leave the Royal Meeting Hall... We shall toast. It's been a while since you've been here. You see that Skyclave has established itself well in the last ten years um, since it's... Uh, the top half went missing. Since the top half went missing. Much of, much of what was once lost has slowly been restored, through the, uh, though the ultimate fate of the old regime remains a mystery. Much of your history has been taught, uh, much of your history has been taught to the people of Skyclave in the form of performance art, and because of this, they mainly see you as beings of folklore and myth come to life. Hmm. Frida has established herself once more in her uh, bigger on the inside abode, in poring over various tombs and texts or scribbling down notes. It only took 10 years to become folklore. Level twenty five, man. That, that... Okay. Also, there's a lot of halflings here. And they only... No, no. I mean, it's it's beyond. Life. It's so far beyond the 
realm of what they experience every day. I mean, that's kind of yeah, how you view those things. The it's most like, exciting thing is like they found a potato. Yeah. <laughs> For the most people, it's like just was it was just lying there. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. And then they hear There's about no... us, and we do no. pretty astronomical. No, that's what Hugh gets when he goes stuff. occasionally on his like goodwill trips to go, you know, save some village from a band of orcs or something. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like <laughs> so... <clears throat> done. So when Ren and Frida go back to. Anyone else who goes, uh, go back to her place. Is it just as she had left it when we all left? Because I mean, we stayed there for a little bit. Is it as we left it? You're talking about Frida's house. Last session, you're talking about like hours ago when you. I think he means a, the, a long time ago. No, like when we like first found her. Yeah, her you mean house. like ten years like, ago? Ten years ago. Yeah. Well, you you have also then? been here like. Session. You were here just a few hours ago because you arrived in Stoyla's house. But he didn't really note it before. Oh, there have been yeah, any drastic right. changes are, in you, architecture. Yeah. So you you arrived in in Stoyla's house, dusty. and as I just uh, really the description last week was really dusty, as if no one had been in there in the ten years. Gotcha. Um, however, upon entering her room this time, you see that it is spotless, oh, right? Meticulously organized. Cleaned it. Yeah, it I dusted it. Books on the chimney. books on the shelves. The uh, the the chimney is freshly cleaned. There's a fire mm-hmm. roaring in the uh, in the fireplace. Good. It is all just completely spotless, as if um, a maid went through. It. As if a maid went through. Or an unseen servant. An unseen maid. And Stoyla is pouring over Frida. Her t- Frida. Stoyla pouring yeah. over her, her her tomes on the uh, yeah, on the desk there. Here. As she keeps gesturing, and books get brought over from the bookcases and placed down as the unseen servants move to and fro. She controls her unseen servants now? Nice. Ren show her. She showed him some portals. Pinter takes up his big book of arcane knowledge, which actually... It's a big book. It's a huge book, but he opens it, and it's... Also, I meant Frida's house, because I said Stoyla's house. Right? It links to other books that he Oh, it's a mega home. book. Yeah. To, but it's he's the old got, tome. He's got so many books that even this book that links other books is, you know, huge. And it comes out just, you know, a little... It's like those rituals that make, like, houses bigger on the inside. Uh-huh. It does the same thing with a book. Yeah. The book is... And uh, actually, he doesn't take it out. He has Forsyth, his undead butler, take it out for him. Holy... Uh, careful, Forsyth. That's very valuable. I mean, pushes aside and starts flipping through and turn talking with... Um, Himself? Frida? Frida. I just wanted to call her Raina. <laughs> Rowena <laughs> and Frida put together. Talking with Raina. I'm Frida, Rowena and She would be unstoppable. Uh, it starts oh, helping her with her research because he has studied a lot. He's book smart, yeah. like she is. Hugh, um, and she's written when a lot of he books. moves over to do this, Frida, just like, as he, like, kind of comes over to help, she just gestures away and, like, pushes, uh, pushes his book away and just keeps doesn't even look up from her work as if it was just like a fly that landed on the table Ren or it's like don't, don't take it personally she does that to everybody Ren walks over to her and says I'm gonna commandeer the bottle of residium that you have on the shelf is that cool she doesn't even respond she's just <laughs> and he says I'm gonna use your arcane circle over there in the corner okay I'm going to, just do, I'm going to burn says, all your books, okay? And then he says, do you need any help with what you're doing over there? And she just, like, swats in the air as if is something she... is bugging her and she keeps working. So Ren Brady, goes and peer, really rude. Ren peers over her shoulder. She and... immediately raises up and she looks and she says, 
Rude. Rude. Red That's says, the word I used. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> and she just looks flustered, and just her face turns red, and she just gets back to work. What's she working on? Can you tell? You can tell that it seems to be... Uh, it's uh, magical formulas, and uh, Pinter can tell this too, looking over. She's doing some sort of extremely heavy and uh, sort of un- unorthodox calculations about how She's to, mani- fast and loose how to the manipulate rules. the weave uh, in, uh, in very unusual ways, using theories and formulas that have been... Magnets. That have been thought to be, um, you know, like a fool's Theoretical. Game. Theoretical, but then... Not proven wrong, but just kind of, you know, only... Uh, dead ends. They're all dead ends. Only crazy people, like, try to look or, for Or uh, you use it as kind of a mental exercise to think about. Like it's... Mm. Yeah, but she's using these. She's doing it. So Ren takes the presidium and walks over to the arcane circle that's drawn on the floor. It's a circle that um, <clears throat> you don't really notice it most of the time because it's just kind of subtly Sub- etched in the wood of the floor. But when Ren walks over to it and, and brush, brushes his hand over it, um, kind of, there's no dust, but it, it almost looks like he's polishing it, and you see it start to glow white in the hardwood floor. Just this, I mean, it's not a huge circle, maybe five feet in in diameter. One square. And it's <laughs> th- there's runes all around it, and Ren uh, takes a seat on the inside of it. And then takes the residium. Easy, Ren. And in his finger, he takes it and you almost have that like other residium that we got from the island, the dust boat, right? The moat. Yeah, we have that rock too. No, that was on the ship. Okay. Well, Ren takes the oh. jar. <laughs> Ren takes the jar and um, almost like paints the residium onto the symbols. Some of it absorbs into his skin, and he gets a little bit of buzz. A little bit of a buzz. And um, sits down and. You see him close his eyes, and he just kind of begins chanting. Not even chanting, just... Mentally chanting. um, Aligning He's almost like talking to himself just under his breath, but he is actually um, trying to track some of his more powerful magical possessions. And when he's sitting within this arcane um, ring on the ground, it's acting kind of like a magnifying... uh, It's magnifying his powers, and enabling him to reach out even further than he could have before. Um, And then when he took the residium and traced the runes on the floor with that, it, like, supercharged the circle. And so he means business when he's out looking for this thing, Hmm. for his stuff. Uh, Aurora leaves the room several times to answer phone calls. She she just keeps leaving and goes, hold on, hold on. Ren finds as he digs deep into the weave using this this uh, power and this amplifier that these signatures he's looking for are not showing up in any way it is as if Thunderstrike's signature and the signature of those various uh, extra powerful uh, magical items uh, devices on board the ship have vanished from the weave entirely as well as everyone and everything that remained on the ship as he looks for these different things um it is unusual because even when uh, even when something Ren is a skilled enough a skilled enough fellow arcanist 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 uh, to know that when uh, when the th- when Thunderstrike for example uh, teleports it leaves a uh, it leaves a trail behind and there's An a uh, 
There's a in the weeds. there's a signature where it ends up that he can pick up on, and even if it moves to another plane, there's a there's a point in, in which in our world where the weave is sort of sliced, not the weave, but the the connection point, the connection, the exit point, yeah. the connection between the two planes. You can see where it moved, and you can a with skilled enough magic, you can force. track where something teleported to and from, and all that. Magic. And what's odd about this is that it is not just that he can't find it it is that that does not exist wherever it ended up is as if it is nowhere <clears throat> this it obliterated the ship this that's what that means like or even if it was obliterated puzzle. though I mean yeah, it would leave something is nowhere a and place it is, can be this is yeah, it's nowhere something that both like super super troubles Ren that he can't Place any of this, but at the same time, he is so proud of Stoyla right now that she was able to pull that off because this is the first time that he has ever even heard of that something of not only was this just like a something like most people would try this with like a rock and try to say she did it with a whole freaking ship and managed to get it out of there. And well, so whether or not that he, was intentional is whatever. anyone's guess. I mean, the fact that I mean, this is. Like I said, Ren is both saddened by this, but also the technological and arcane breakthrough that has just been achieved. manifested itself is amazing. As Ren is explaining this to uh, to his Luddite <sighs> friends, <laughs> the, so there's a bucket involved at some point. Exactly. Ren is, Ren is interrupted by an outburst from Frida. I have conquered time and space. What? Do tell. And then, uh, looking over to Frida, you see she is standing up, and she slams a book down on the table. She says, more specifically, I have solved the equation, and what's more proven that why I, Frida Veruth, am the most accomplished planeswalker of this millennium! That's impressive. Great! Ren drops to one knee and bows before (laughs) And then she just puts her arms up as if accepting the praise and bowing and saying, yes, yes. As per your request, I have been working ceaselessly on the problem of the Dark World's weave. It's like a ball of string. Well, more like thousands of balls of string. All tangled up, all feeding into a giant cosmic knot. And you realize now that she is speaking about the the task you had put her to of uh, being able to access the deeper uh, ritual cast, not, you know, but ritual casting and and, uh, wondrous item, more magic. In the dark world, and realized that she came here, Thunderstrike destroyed, and uh, never thought to and has just work on that. continued work on exactly what she was doing, not even skipping a beat. Oh, we should have mentioned too. <laughs> well, that's excellent. According to my research, it should be possible for us to drag a bit of the weave into the dark world on our next jump and draw from that instead of the tangle. Really fascinating. Is that safe? Yes, you know, just, this awesome. is all highly theoretical. But my preliminary experiences have a seventy percent success rate. Uh, what happens in That's the good. other thirty percent? Better than that. Is uh, isolating and transporting the weave itself is a volatile practice at best. She looks to Ren as if he would know. Says seventy percent should be considered an awe-inspiring achievement. Says now there's a slight chance that attempting this on a larger scale might vaporize you, but that's only assuming that the test percentages hold. There could be much better or worse, but I'm assuming you'll be fine. 83.5% sure with a margin of error of uh, 0.02%. That sounds great. Ren and Pinter are just like, 
Aura's totally eyes are like it all. Yeah, Red's got a big grin on his face because the, like, those, are, those are acceptable numbers. Those are so, so all you have to do is bind a sliver of the weave to an object. Uh, a totem, if you will. Something other than yourself. Should it backfire, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. Like a potato. Or it has to be totally non-magical, something mundane and simple. Then we bind a bit of the weave to it, and it should, you know, drag the weave next time we jump. And if not, it'll probably just blow up. Like Spectacularly. Uh, question for you. If we are dragging a piece of the weave with us, when we return, will it act as a tether and we'll return to the same place in time? No. Don't be silly. What do you mean, don't be silly? I'm not dumb. I can do research, too. If we're we know you can. We it's know like, you can. It's like we've roped ourselves to this exact moment when we jump, and if we use it as a tether, could we come back to this exact point in time? She says, look, this... These calculations are really sophisticated, and I'll understand if they if you don't quite understand them. But these dragging the weave with us has really has nothing to do with that with the phenomenon that is causing us to move between the two dimensions. Oh, Frida! How That's little great. you. Pinter says, uh, "I only said this as a flight of fancy before, but I wonder if somehow uh, Stoyla did in fact send Thunderstrike into." The dark world, Ugh. or some other Don't alternate. Say that. Frida just says impossible. Can we reverse engineer this and bring a piece? Of the <laughs> Shut up, Frida. Can we bring a piece of the alternate dimension back with us here? Why would we want that? She stops to think for a moment. <laughs> That's a terrible she says, thing. Ultimate weapon. Using similar techniques than from what I have gotten to this point, it could theoretically be possible to grab the tangle, if you will, and attempt to pull it here, but. Like the results could be catastrophic. Uh, or, or, and she thinks, she says... That's not your next project. She says, yeah. it is an interesting thought experiment. And then she starts, she like looks towards her desk as if she is desperate to Speaking sit back down. Speaking of other experiments, um, we're interested if it would be possible to track down the missing Thunderstrike. She ignores that and says, look, maybe, maybe, if one of us... Uh, one of us that is cursed to this fate of moving between the two worlds were there and has now gone missing as well, then maybe I would give some credence to the possibility that that is where Thunderstrike could have ended up. But without that happening, there is no reason to assume that she has tapped into that phenomenon at all. And then she sits back down. Then she looks back to you and says, What did you say? Is it possible to track down the missing Thunderstrike? She says, Well, yeah, of course. Says, he would like to do that. Use my circle. Ren can do it. He's said, having no luck. Ren said, don't listen to Hugh. <laughs> uh, Pinter says... Go get you your know, bucket. Frida, that, surely that will help You don't have us. to give us any excuses. We understand if it would be too difficult for you to track Thunderstrike if it had, for example, gone to the Dark World or another plane of reality. So we'll... Just impossible. We'll seek outside sources. You shouldn't even worry about if it's going to be too difficult for you. She says, you're right. My time is way too valuable. Build my psychology (laughs) check. Um, Reverse psychology doesn't work on Frida. She's just like... And then she stands back and says, wait a second. Are you saying that I couldn't do it? I wasn't the one. Frida, in fact, I think you were the one who said it. But I understand. I mean, you are quite... I did not say that I couldn't do it. Just that my time is too valuable. Maybe you can reallocate those And then she looks to each of you and says, who is this guy? (laughs) This is Pinter. He's been with us for like the last week. to our aid with the attempts to rescue Damon, which were... She says, I know. I'm saying, why is he still here? Why not? He failed at the one purpose we brought him here. 
She's clearly mad at no, him. No, that's a great point. Hinter <laughs> is Hinter. a little pissed off, too, here. <laughs> and suddenly the lights in the room dim a little bit. And he turns on the echo. And he says... Frida, you do not know who you are talking with. I am no mortal man. I am of the Pashtari clan who passed on memories of the dream world from before even one such as you were born. Since you are not talking with Pinter, you are talking with the savior of the world. Only I have been consulted by the ghost of the future who pleaded in one voice for me to help the heroes of Thunderstrike and stop the cataclysm. You may think you are grand with your research and your books, but my family thought the same things made them powerful, and now I keep them I keep their spirits in little jars in a sack. Says so do not make the mistake of pride, Frida. We all must help each other to stop this cataclysm or become ghosts ourselves. And then he steps back. <coughs> Ren leans over and says, Frida stands. Speechless. For a good 30 seconds. That's a long says, time. Very well. How do you propose we find Thunderstrike? Teamwork. Right? <laughs> Starts laughing. Right? And friendship, right? He, All those fabulous. Hugh, he's hung out with Pinter enough at this point that he has seen Pinter, like, without the croaker mask Kevin, on. Kevin, can you just do me a real quick favor? Yeah. Can you just, in the microphone, can you say... Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Yes. Like, like, just do it. Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs> um, um, what is that from? That's Lord, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. That's when Gandalf Ingo. says Freedom! Do not take me for What's some Frida's conjurer last of cheap tricks. Ruth? Um, Hugh Ruth pulls up his... Do not his, take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Uh, Bandana that's covering his eyes pulls out the instant portal that Stoyla had crafted and teleports to Thunderstrike. It's like, would this be a starting point at all? I don't know. After what Pinter said, Hugh knows that ordinarily, if he suggested something, if he suggested something like this, that Frida is normally pretty rude about dismissing it. But she stops for a moment. And she says, "That's a good thought." So no, but I was just shooting in the dark. I don't know much about this stuff. If you shoot in the dark, you usually hit. That's true. But that's more with physical. She things. like looks back and forth between Pinter and you, and just says, "It's it's good to be trying to think to think of these kinds of things <laughs> outside but of the box, like it? way outside of the box, you so far outside of the box." Just at the very least, that's very expensive, and I think that we should save it. You get okay, you good get to know. And then Hugh puts it back in his eye socket. <laughs> she looks to Ren. She looks to Ren and says. What exactly did you find when you looked for Thunderstrike? Ren gets serious again and says, that's just it. I Nothing. Nothing. There was no signature of the exit point from which... I, it just disappeared. I don't know if it was from, like, interdimensional travel, if she went to a, a portal. I, I have or no idea where she took it. But there is no trace whatsoever of Thunderstrike or any of the artifacts that I had in my quarters or Wayna, or Stoyla, there's nothing. That's great. Says, I had a feeling that might happen. I yeah. told her. Oh, you've worked on this. Of course you have. So 
says, I did not work on this. I would not have allowed such a shoddy piece of equipment be installed in such a way that it could actually be activated. I think it's dangerous. Carla was that good at portaling. What were... Shh, that's why she consulted me. What were you guys doing? She came to me with some questions about some formulas that she was running about some way to do some instantaneous teleportation thing that could teleport something the size of the entire damn ship all in the pull of a lever. It's dangerous. And where did she plan on teleporting it Wait, to? Wait, why didn't, you, why didn't you guys tell me about this? We've been kind of busy. There was probably a note on your desk that you missed. He says, I assume Stoyla would have told you eventually. It's none of my business. I didn't even think she installed the thing. So She where... says, perhaps instead of looking oh. for Thunderstrike, you should look for where Thunderstrike isn't. That was Stoyla's requisition list. I'd... So... You know what? I just signed these things. So I've been, look been for signing where these requisition lists from her for, like, weeks it. now. Everyone should read those. After you looked over her formulas and stuff like that, you don't have any clues to where this could have gone. How, how does it work? Where does it go to? Is it something like where you think of where you want she it to go? She never got to that point. That's the whole problem. So she, like, opened a hole to go somewhere, so but never opened up another hole to come out? So she oh, oh no, like, no, no. I think she came out. I just... I worry about what is on the other side, if there is anything. It says, just, just take my advice. Look for it. I've got to get back to my work. And she, like, glances to Pinter again. And, like, is, like, waiting. <laughs> Do not be so quick to dismiss your friends here. Alone, we will each perish in this cataclysm. Only by working together can we stop these things. Put aside your pride. Because I am doing very important work that will help us fix the cataclysm. Finding Thunderstrike isn't part of that goal. Aurora pauses for a minute, looking at Pinder very seriously, and she just says, Have you done any research about Arathus? I think he'd really be up your alley. Arathus. Oh, it's a deity oh. of uh, civilization, primarily. And, Besides, I've, and teamwork and I've, I've met a couple of them, and they're interesting fellows. Ren, Ren stops the two of them. And says, and was like about to like. And says, Pinter, you're new here. This is kind of what Frida does. She's an invaluable asset to the team. That means valuable. That means valuable. Odd, but don't no but. She says, but and? you have to give her her space in order to do it. You can't force her. You give her a project, you set her on it. She and perks back she, up. She's like a natural and phenomenon. She, and she comes through in the end every time. She is very much a team player, but she... Plays when she wants She to. is blushing beet red. She... Oh, right. She <laughs> is a... Uh, she doesn't work the front lines as much. I simply know that we shall all be isolated in death. So in life... Maybe we'll all we be cannot. in a jar together. We cannot pass the opportunity to work together. He says, I have spent much time alone, I know others have as well. Oh, really? You've spent much time alone, have you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora and Ren are both like, Aah! He just kind of chuckles. <laughs> he says, each year in the realm of the dead is like ten years here on the material. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, really? One to ten. That's your ratio. That's the best you got, huh? <laughs> she... Looks so mad and storms out of her house. No, hey, what? 
Wait, oh, go get come her. On. She just slammed this door. Ren, go get her. Ren first looks at Pinter and things. says, Shut the fuck up! Pinter pinches the bridge of the She's snow. been so pissy for so long! Stop it already! We were just getting her back to normal! You've been here for like two days! I like you, you're a cool guy, and you're great to help, but don't fuck this up! He says, Forgive me, the last few days have been taxing. On us all. I have indeed. just seen so many selfish, <clears throat> self centered ghosts who thought they were immortal. It says it pains me to see someone with such power. Aren't ghosts immortal? Uh, it says they are immortal in the way that um, someone frozen in ice is immortal. Huh. It says part of them remains, but they are not whole. It says all I know is that when the ghosts came to warn me and seek my help, they did not come by one by one. They came as a voice, and so must we be. It says, but forgive me. You know Frida better than I do. And Perhaps I need a little I think you guys are, just, are more similar than you may think. She's just a little sensitive. And at that, Ren turns around and goes out the door to try to get Frida back. It's what does everyone else do while they're waiting for Ren? Aurora explains Frida's story to Pinter. Uh, it's, he probably knows like the, the, what's the stories that are told on Thunderstrike about her. You know, like she lived in a rock for like Art? a million he's years. He's been around for like I three mean, days. Yeah, right, right. So he's like really brand new. And so she explains. But you don't have to spend a lot of time yeah. in the Thunderstrike mess hall to hear, to hear people about gossiping about, especially Frida. She's, she's a, a very odd duck. Odd very odd duck. Um, and she doesn't show up very often, which makes it easy to gossip. Because she's not her. always in her room. She has to go and get supplies and stuff. So people run into her on the halls and like, because oh. she just walks into them. They, she, they run into yeah. her, literally. Um, but yeah, her her whole extensive period of isolation trapped in the... Uh, what was it called? The observation? The planar observatory. The planar observatory was traumatic for her in ways that we will never really understand. Yeah. <laughs> Being completely isolated for... I'd, like a thousand years or something. It was rough. Rough for her. And she's not a very stable individual because of it. She she was trapped as a child for like 25 years. Yeah, in the body of a child. Parents did some kind of like time thing where she didn't age. Well, apparently she ages just really, 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 really slowly. Really, really slowly. Yeah, that thousand years in the planar observatory was basically her her adolescence and she was alone. Good time. She ages at one hundredth of the rate of a normal person. So yeah. she was in the planar observatory alone for a thousand years. Uh, and that's why she looks ten years older. Yeah. Yep. So um, anyway, that's that's her story. Erica lays it out. Not so that he'll be nicer or anything, but just so he'll understand where she's coming from. Brandis is absent. He's camping. He's actually uh, gone to the refugees. He leads up uh, uh, a contingent of Thunderstrikes knights, as he he has they they, uh, they fly the under the banner of Thunderstrike and under the banner of Brandis yeah. simultaneously, <laughs> and he has uh, he has gone to uh, to consult with them and to to give them orders. And as you know, he's a he's a he's a hired sword for uh, for Thunderstrike right. now, and he has uh, he has gone to see the needs of that and to make and to uh, not tend to the refugees, but make sure that the his absence that his is. Felt, however. Highly. Ren's still irritated about this whole thing. Well, it's good that you guys have some time apart. Victor came in after, so he just assumes that... That we always had kind of a bad attitude. (laughs) Yeah, it's complicated. Um, Victor could use some rest. He says, I used up much of my 
deserves in that battle. Yeah, Hugh, while they're out doing stuff, he's just sitting in a chair. Yeah. Perhaps. Or really sees him. He's looking a little run down, like a guy who hasn't gotten a lot, a lot of sleep, and she just goes, go find an inn, dude. Yeah, perhaps we could all, yeah. we should all rest for a few days as we consult And then she goes, oh, the seat. I don't know if we have a few days. I'm fixing the video. Oh, look, the GoPro just turns off after a while. Maybe the battery's dead. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> We're still recording audio, though. Oh, yeah, turn it back on. Hooray for microphones. I think it's in picture mode now. Got the same angle and quality? Yeah. Switch it to the right thing. Oh, look at that big so old wrench. So, if Thunderstrike doesn't yeah, exist, and we have to look first where it's not. There we go. That's going to take a while. <laughs> what does that mean? Look for where it isn't. In the okay. fridge! Why right, turn off again? Oh, I bet it did run out of batteries. Can you um, try well, this could be a problem! Well, we, we have, we have the other. Oh, God. I don't think we'd. Uh, I'm gonna try to plug in. This is not gonna work! Yeah, it's what if you, Wait, it's wait, 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 wait. What if you just take this camera, Greg? Take this one and just pull it under, and we just don't have a tabletop cam for right now. We have well, the other camera, do. though. And just set it to battle cam mode. In a pinch, that is what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Instead of don't fuck up the whole story. Hey! that work? And it says it's charging. <gasps> oh, cool. It can charge while it's, uh... Okay. Now we know. We've learned a lesson here now today. Now we know. No, we Technology Good. is horrible. All right. I've set it to the right thing. Anyway, the last thing that also, happened was Hugh was talking... pulled in and He was not talking about how anymore? terrible he felt. Yeah, Hugh is... Uh, wow. I don't know what it got changed to, but it's awesome now. <laughs> it's no longer fish-eyed, and we we'll all look better. Oh. It makes us the camera muscular. make us lose a few pounds. Weird. It's oh, was my face like right there air. in the yeah. camera? <laughs> Greg's crotch. Yeah, all our weight went to Greg's crotch. Crotch. All right. Crotch. Yeah. Nice. His crotch. Nice. Okay. Nice. Anyway, right. are we ready to continue? With- he was very tired. Yes. Um, I'd recommend we rest for an extended period of time. Uh, there's, oh, no, uh, there's no rest for You royalty. have the benefit of an extended rest. He <laughs> <laughs> sits down. Oh, I'm so tired. Who's ready? <laughs> He's still tired. Uh, yeah, time to switch up some spells. Ariz. Um, I'd like to spend constantly time. communicating on the speaking when stone with. You're red. Is he evolving? <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. You're now the ruler she's, of three nations. She's and then you left. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's hard to do. Uh, so she's actually kind of teleconferencing with dozens of dignitaries. Yeah, how does that work? Because you are specifically the ruler of all the Shining Lands. It's like a republic. It's, it's um, or not a republic. There's a word for when you have a bunch of little, like, sections that are ruled by different people. Feudalism? It's kind of like feudal. Yeah, it's very feudal because she's like at the very tippy top mm-hmm. and then she controls the people below her and mm-hmm. then they control the people below them and it, it kind of trickles down. Like a Ponzi scheme. Hmm. <laughs> no. Um, but it's, it is a, uh, it's a pyramid system. A plan. Some might call it a scheme. But, okay. but it's, it's very typical. Lots of, lots of okay. countries do it. And... <laughs> She uses the two D's of leadership. Delegate and disappear. I see. Actually, that's exactly what she does. Uh, that's, that's what I was wondering. So you're... you're, you're 
is... She is there. ...gentleman who you're married to. <clears throat> no, he is not king of the Shiny Lands. Just Aurora. Just Aurora. Because if you remember... Yeah, that totally it's, just it's demasculated ma- him. Well, it's it's matriarchal um, because of the agreement that she had with... That's right. Um, Eskin. Huh. Why didn't you just cut off Clefton's balls? It probably would have been easier. Because then his voice would go, oh. No. He um, still owes you a favor, doesn't he? Big time. Oh, God. I'll cash in on that sometime. Um, yeah. so... Clefton, I need so to yeah, although, right now. Have although, honestly, if you, were to, if you were to ask Clefton if he ever wanted to rule the Shining Lands, he would probably say no. Hmm. You know, that was never his ambition. That was always just Aurora's quest. And if anything, mm-hmm. he probably resents the quest because it kind of caused her to never be home, ever. True. So, I don't know if I'd say he's, like, feeling... But wasn't their marriage a diplomatic marriage to begin with? It's kind of complicated. It's complicated, yeah. It's, it's Is that what Aurora says when someone asks that? Oh, yeah. That? Well, no, she only says that if her friends ask. If it's anyone else asks, she lies. Are you guys talking about the Shining Lands and Clefton and stuff? Sure. Yeah. So I it's mean, Frida that speaks up and says, Yeah, but isn't your marriage just a diplomatic marriage? Because she's the one that would say that. <laughs> she's a friend of Aurora's. She, she just says, It's complicated. Like every relationship is complicated. Uh, because she says this, by the way, nuances. because she has walked back in the door with, with Reynold. Ren. Yeah. Uh, and Aurora right looks at her, her pointedly and says, Many relationships are complicated. She gets beat red again and just says, we should get back to work. And then like, because she just like gets flustered and goes to sit down on her desk, sit down at her desk. She sits on her desk. He's tired enough that he's not as reserved as he often is. So he laughs out loud at this comment. Like just, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, hold on. I have another call. So. Hi, treasurer. Hold on. Finding Thunderstrike. It's we're looking for where it's not. How does that go? Everywhere then? Let's just look in the last place we would look. The refrigerator. Haha, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised how often I find my shit in the storage room in the mess well, hall. Well, you store it there. Yeah, no. That's in the know, pantry? Late night snacks occasionally. Hey, come on, back on topic, guys. I thought you stored there was in the pantry. Kaylin, safety Sam. Hey, well, yeah. we are having a RP discussion. Is no, there... We're talking about refrigerators. They are not in the no, game. No, I was talking about pantries. So is the cold there any kind of Thunderstrike? plane that represents the not that plane? don't exist? No, not so much. No. So where would you be if you weren't anywhere? <laughs> Dead. Somewhere. Here? Not. Maybe where those Payson folks is just came. looking to Ren because... I mean, he's <laughs> always just quiet. Maybe where those people came from. Remember the the, the vault. Oh no! Remember, like they no, no, came no, no, no. from some he, totally it, other it's place. It's not. Where would you be if you weren't anywhere? It's she just said, "Look where it isn't," which I think is different than what you yeah, said. Yeah, that's what she said. I okay. hate philosophical. Well, we know it. Concept well, isn't where we get last back saw in it. the circle and go look. Frida for just up. goes. I don't know. <sighs> and stands back up. And says, I mean, look for where you can't find the ship. And she, like, is looking at Ren. And Ren knows this in Frida. She's so can't find it. very smart. 
but so incredibly bad at explaining She's concepts. She looked back where the shadow serpent was. Well, would we be able to? Find no, it I think there? I think I kind of know what you're talking about. Like, look for a spot where someone is hiding something. Like, just yes. Like with scrying, you know, like there's the things oh, you can yeah, do to prevent people from sure. scrying on that. But you're trying to find a place just, that's like I have, hidden. I have a theory. This this device that 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 she created. Says, it may have screwed something up. Screwed something up in the magic. And she's just like, she can't even find the words. In the weave. Maybe yes. we could get Solace to help. I don't know if I can empty I, this thing out I wanna, and get her to come out. I, I had a few questions for her anyways. About I want to keep hearing what Frida's saying. Okay, so keep going, sorry. She says, so just search. Search for where, not where you are looking for the ship, but search rather for where you can't see rule it out. Okay, it's so. kind of like it's kind of like looking at a map, and yeah. uh, you can see everything. But in this area, there's like lots of fog, and so you're not sure that it's not there. But if we know, and she just throws her else. hands up in the air. Says, "That's what I said from the beginning." I wonder if there if she somehow and says, "Yeah, I know. I was trying to explain high. it to Hugh." All right. He's just trying to come up with a good way to explain it. How hard is that? Because it's difficult, right? I know, right? Shouldn't be difficult. He says, I find using a bucket is good. It's they the universal metaphor. They usually understand buckets. The bucket. They really understand. They always nod really fervently when I start talking about the bucket. Um, <laughs> is that going to be time? I mean, you're going to look where everywhere? Like, that no, sounds no, no, like... No, 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 no. No problem. Okay. Ren goes back to the circle and takes the residium and... I mean, it'll take, down. you know, a couple hours. Takes the thing okay. and says, I'll let you guys know. Can you do me a favor and pick up some lunch for me? Sure. What do you want? Well, I'll have my brother create it for you. Chicken. It's excellent cook. Rocco! I want chicken and I want potatoes. This is, uh... <laughs> I like how chicken and potatoes. Potatoes. And so it's you heard the man. So Ren goes, goes back to, to the circle, traces the runes once again, oh God, what is it and change? once and, and takes a seat. This time, because he knows it's going to probably take him a while to search everywhere, he also takes all a, the places. He takes a pad to sit on. He doesn't bruise his butt. He's delicate gnome after all. He is. Alright, well, let's think about places Aura where... Aura starts poking around on her crown and, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Trying, sol- trying to find a button or something. She, she takes... Her. As soon as she even intends to do this, you find a huge source of light just sheds out from the crown and then expands and moves forward in front of you as Solace is once again standing in Frida's Is she naked again? She is. Pinterbows. That's a natural way. They don't hang out with ghosts without seeing some naked people. Good to know. She bows back. Uh, he says, Hello, Solus. She's Solis. just smiling, just beaming. So it's before when we talked with you. We he were, says, what a clean room. We were and she starts distracted. looking around. Uh, but I wanted to ask, when we mentioned the Shadow Serpent of Shar, you seem to know of it. A foul thing. What do you know of this beast? She says, I... And then, like, it was as if she had an answer immediately, and then says, I, I don't know. I know that it, I know that it is it is a wrong thing. It, uh, it appeared from the ocean 
after we rescued the the crown you summoned you um says do you think it was preventing us from taking you or attempting to harm you or was it just she says thing like it was probably an enemy of mine i do not i do not know i do not remember but but i know that it is that that beast served somebody it seems like to Char. Does that name ring a bell to you or something? She says, I do not remember Char, but I... What about the demon known as Pazuzu? You get the feeling that, like, names don't really help her at all because mm. she doesn't yeah. She doesn't remember. Yeah. But the Shadow Beast, she, she was there. She, she, experienced, she experienced its uh. its energy and... And and she tries to communicate. She says, "She says, I I know I felt the wrongness in that, but these names they mean nothing to me." Hugh pulls out the um the locket that has the compass leading to the city of Orban. Is like, uh, I believe this was for a time in the possession of someone who is, I think, linked to that shadow beast. Anything off of this? Oh. You see a hand come out. Of Solace's chest, Ooh. and you realize it is Frida's hand as she has moved behind Solace and is just like <laughs> reaching through her, and she's saying, "Fascinating." That's and his just eyes are super it. wide as she's looking around. Yeah, Solace is just ignoring of her. Made of magic. She says, "Who is this? Where'd she come from?" This is Solace. She lives in the Crown. She says, "A product of the shard of pure evil." And she looks. Uh, she doesn't look pure evil. Pinter explains in, in very high tech, arcane terms uh, how he believes Techno she battle. is a representation or even made of pure magical energy. Manifestation. A manifestation. Frida nods as he's uh, as he's explaining like the kind of the technical uh, the technical reasons behind this. And she says, "Yes, yes, I see." And she just like is like reaching through, and you see her like. Kind of opening like the tiniest like portal like in the middle of Solace and is just like How doing. How does Solace this... respond to this? Is she completely ignoring her? Solace is ignoring her, but when Frida opens, uh, like just kind of opens the tiniest little rift, you know, like she can like open a little rift and another one, and like the tiny little portals. That's uh, like a cantrip for her. And uh, when she does this, you see Solace kind of giggles as if she's been tickled, and then like um, pushes the portal away. Stop. And uh, she reaches out to grab the locket, and as she does so, the locket just kind of floats above her hand. And um, and she says, "I feel something here. Yes, it is similar." It says, "But it is faded." It says, "This locket was not directly related. This locket no. is not evil itself. It has just been surrounded by it." Yes. And she actually she does not say the word evil. She says wrong. She says wrong. this evil is not the wrongness. Um, do we have any other items with red shard that we can show her? Well, this was the locket was possessed for a brief time by someone who was possessed Easy. by Shar. Yeah, An which aspect, is yeah. definitely linked linked this to Shar specifically. The red shard, the crimson stone rod, and the shards; those are not linked to Shar specifically. Yeah, I'm just wondering what you would say of them. Uh, uh, there's one on the crown. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's her. Do you get like a vibe from this, like an e- evil <laughs> vibe kind of thing, well, or wrong vibe? I showed her like Brandis's sword or, or 
Or do we have any other items other than the crimson tote? Um, which I assume no. I'm not going to reach into his robes and take it. Uh, when so you're pointing, you're asking about the crown. Yeah, well, she's. Just, I'm just asking for uh, her take on it. She Since says she seems the crown. It is too. my home. I live there. What about the uh, the red gem upon it? She looks and she says, "That is the thing." That gave it the power to hold me. Huh. Do you sense any wrongness with it? She kind of shakes her head and says, No, it is a good thing. It, it is what saved me. We believe it comes from something that was very, bad. very wrong. Since it saved you, though, what do you mean by that? She thinks for a moment and says, I... And she kind of just tilts her head and says... It is because of that that I was in it, so that when... And then she just kind of trails off and she says, I am still here. I am still alive. Now An what, important storm. Yeah, it saved her. Knows it's not really a bad thing. spell plague is that it affected magic itself? Yeah. Is that true? That's for sure. It so screwed everything up. I wonder if she is a remnant of magic before the spell plague. Hmm. An interesting Crimson Stone theory. Rod is... Oh. Considering the the nature of the spell play. Uh, my lady, when we spoke before, you said you wanted to see some of this new world. Say, uh, someone give her a cloak. So why don't we take her for a walk through Skycliff? Alright. While we talk with her. Can you, like, manifest clothing? Do you need us to actually... She just looks down at her naked glowing body and she just thinks for a moment and then you see elegant like um, a cloak and a dress uh, just ordained with uh, with platinum uh, platinum lining and diamonds and uh, and jewels Can from head to toe <laughs> green sleeves plays and then she I says know. I like this and then oh, walks out of the room she is amongst kings and queens I suppose I yeah. suppose. I, I don't just think... don't want too much attention being drawn to the giant glowing woman. We're um we're kind of mythos here. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, while we talk to her more, I was just thinking we could walk her around Skyclaves. So when you say the giant glowing woman, she says, Oh and then oh. glows much, much less. You see there's still and kind shrinks? of a radiance. <laughs> There's a radiance uh, among her. When you look at her, there's like a it's just kind of feeling of that she is like, but she's not actively shedding light. It's complicated. Pinterest she actually says, makes the light in the room brighter. Pinter says, "How do you shine if you want to?" <laughs> and she says, "Let's go see." And then yeah. she just like, <laughs> let's go. Skips out of the room. This is Pinter's first trip to Scotland. Wait, we can hand her a fork, and she starts brushing her hair with her. <laughs> It's a snarf now. <laughs> snarf that. Uh, no! You um, tell her sorts of crazy things and she would believe it. Wow, he was not in the mood to go on you a sightseeing trip of Skyclave, but I guess that's what we're doing now. Uh, Ren's still sitting in the portal room. Circle. So anyway, to walk around Skyclave Make with sure you her, bring back my chicken. Rather than interrogating her, I'm just kind of letting her see things, absorb things. Is, and is Aurora going with her? Yeah, I mean... As you yeah. go around, you see that she is like a kid in a candy shop. She's is like looking around at things, and she gets all wide-eyed, and she goes, "Oh!" And then she Lots just of starts skipping over uh, another direction and is looking, and then she'll just run in another direction, and then all of a sudden, you see 
her just start sobbing hysterically What's as wrong? she looks at something and she says, I don't know. <laughs> what what is she looking at? She's looking at a brick wall. Of a next to a potion Does shop. Does the brick wall make you sad? She says yes. Is it wrong? Quick, let's get her away from this. <laughs> Does, no, no. And then it's she so touches beautiful. it. And then she touches it. You see just tears stream down her face. And then she just starts looking in another direction and then just sprints off. That's okay. She is absorbing a lot. Uh, returning to the material plane after a time nice. Honestly, I was I really looking like at that her. brick and mortar job. I was feeling a little misty too. She's actually looking at some spray paint. <laughs> Graffiti. What's happening? Let's play. Hugh keeps up with her. What's that? Hugh keeps up with her. So you guys are you guys are all there. Um, Hasten has stayed behind in with uh, Frida and looming in the corner. uh, And Ren. Hasten is actually in the uh, in the room with the with the um, the magical circle and is just kind of observing Ren. You know that Hasten likes to when there's not an objection. Hang out with uh, those that are kind of alone. He likes to feel like he is, uh, he's kind of, he's there as like an extra sword, you know? Because he, he can disappear into the shadows. And if anything were to come, he could take out a potential assassin of Ren Before without Ren. even Ren noticing. Especially if it's that same one that took out that kid. So, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> yeah. So, specifically, he's there protecting me, yeah, he not making yeah. sure I get out of line. No, yeah, Ren does not get the impression at all that he's he's watching doing, he's watching you. Okay. He is he is just there because you know they're off exploring the city. They can yeah. they can well, they're fine. One might even say we're gallivanting. While we're out, Pinter asks Solace. He says, uh, "No, Solace, I have a little riddle for you. Uh, if you were looking for something and it was in a place where it could not be found, where would you look?" She thinks, and she says, I would look where I am not. <laughs> and then she just smiles. Uh-huh. And he says, and if I were looking for you and you were where you are not, where might that be? Says, if I were, I am not, I would not exist. Because mm. you speak of a terrible thing. Hypothetical only. Not existing does suck. And she's like just kind of looking around and you see that she's just getting more and more anxious as she's thinking about this and she starts looking around and she goes, no, no, that would be terrible. Look, but kittens. You do exist, Celis. And he throws her an apple. Says, <laughs> but I do not exist everywhere. Neither do I, and I'm still here. That's a little deep for me. And she tilts her head and she says, but of course you do not. You are a dwarf. And Solace, what would you call But what are you? Says, I am me. I am Solace. It's who you are. It's not what you are. Maybe Solace is like the weave. The weave is everywhere. Yeah. Well, I think at one point she was everywhere. And then she got bolted up and this boy was the same thing. Hmm. Solace, before you were in the crown, were you everywhere? Says, I do not remember before the crown. It's all right, don't, don't, don't you feel worry sad. about <laughs> it. It's okay, Solace. She really did point to a box of kittens, so. He gives Solace a kitten. She's the man. It's just not interested. It's strange. 
she doesn't ever seem to be interested in things that you point out. She Man, sees things and moves over to them, she and they're always the most. Of they're always the most just completely inconsequential things, it would be like a particular brick in a uh, on a wall there, or a, a painting or that is on the side. Is... But she seems to almost follow like a single thread in, She's in a painting. Well, it would yeah. be interesting if she was like the embodiment of energy, mm-hmm. like she was energy personified. And when she's seeing these things, like she stared at a brick wall and she freaked out because bricks she was looking are at herself. inert and they can't move. And that kind of imprisonment, I mean, this is getting deep. Not energy, but like <clears throat> arcane energy. And, and like paintings, they're locked in there. They can't move like through the weave and they're not... Although she gets very happy with many of the things she looks at, like other bricks and stuff. It just seems uh, like... Different bricks make her happy. Just from glancing at what she's doing, there doesn't seem to be any pattern to it. Hugh can't find anything even with his enhanced vision or anything. It's just looking like... What's special about yeah, that? I don't know. Nothing? He will keep looking very carefully and see if he can find a pattern. Okay. Um, or maybe he won't. Hunter's going to cast Elemental Ma in the middle of the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 25th level. What are you going to do? No Back. one can stop me! Back in... The room. Frida's house. Starwipe. Ren, from time to time, has to... I mean, Ren is kind of in his own little world, but with such uh, such heightened arcane um, awareness and sensitivity right now, he can sense other presences. I mean, he can sense when somebody walks by outside on the street. Um, even though it's not where his mind is, he can still sense all of these energies around him. Um, so he knows that Hasten is there, and even though he can't see Hasten, from time to time, he has to tell Hasten, like, Hasten, I need the jar over there, the red jar that's on the shelf. Get it for no, me quickly. No, the other red jar. And Hasten goes over and gets it for him. And Hasten just, he just appears at the red jar, grabs it, and then walks in to the nothing and walks back out, handing it to him. He's very, very nothing. quick. He saves himself, like... Well, not the nothing. He goes into the land of the dead. He's... The ship is inside Hasten. <laughs> we have to dig it out. But, yeah, so in that Wait, way, spooky. Hasten is not only watching Ren's back, but also assisting him from time to time with stuff. Because Frida apparently is too busy to be bothered. After a few hours, Ren finishes. He found the shit. What does he find? It's in the real world. What does Ren find? It was inside his heart. You have no idea, right? So... (laughs) (laughs) You give me a direction, I can roll with it. Um, (laughs) Dude, just have the ship outside. This is up to you. Ren ends up with a a map, so to speak, of where he's just detecting magic in the world and finds that what he has known, that there are... There are several dead zones around the... um, all around Faerun, and usually there, uh, there, there are mild things like areas where where the weave just doesn't penetrate as much. Several um, uh, plague lands that have formed yeah, after the spell plague um, definitely trigger this uh, this sort of thing. But most of the time, he feels like he could see through it. There are only a couple that are true uh, dead zones. And uh, after he is all done, Frida, as soon as he is finished, Frida just walks in with a uh, with a book. It is an atlas of magic. Um, a atlas. The way Ren is seeing this when he is um, 
when he's scouring the world, as it may be, when he's scouring Toril, um, to the naked eye you can't see it, but Ren, it's as if his, it's as if he is within, in in this circle, he's within kind of what what in his mind looks like. Uh, if he were on the inside of a globe looking out. It's not like a top... Like it's a not, player observatory. Yeah, it's not a top-down view. It's like an inside looking out view. Inside of the basketball. And he's... <laughs> and and Hasten and Frida both see he's kind of... He has his hands and he's tracing what looks to be, you know, just the, the sky. It looks like he's slowly waving his hands back and forth. But really, it's his finger kind of going over what, like, coordinates and, and scanning them. And as as the the... The magnification of his powers is, is going out over those places. It's kind of like almost like he's scrying on the world. Um, and when Frida walks up and hands him the you know, Atlas of Magic, he, he goes. Uh, he knows exactly why she has handed this to him, and she reads it, and it says, "Atlas of Magical Properties" by Frida Veruth. <laughs> He says, worked on this a few years back, and uh, says, and then she just flips to a page that is like a map of Toril with all sorts of like the magical strength of everything mapped out. And she just opens that page to him, hands it to him, and then walks back to her desk. And Ren says, Ren says, I know I've looked at this area countless times. I've looked at these, at these areas and I've studied the, the peaks and valleys of the arcane weave. But I've narrowed it down to these couple spaces right here that it could potentially be. Do you have any And that's on this? when Ren, glancing at the page and at his globe that he has sketched, that there is a big fat dead zone that is not in the book. And as Ren looks at the, at the, at the globe that's now kind of it's positioned in front of him, this dead spot, and looks down, back down at the book and looks back at the globe and says, Frida, you're... Your book, it's missing it's missing a zone right she says, here. It's not missing anything. He she says, shouts from the other he room. He says, come, come over here and look. He says, then you know where to go, I guess. And <laughs> Ren <laughs> just takes, just <laughs> lets out a deep sigh and Ren blushes terribly. Closes the book <laughs> and gets on the speaking stone and tells and, and conveys to the group that he's got a lead. Gosh, maybe we don't want to take solace there. Oh, God. Or maybe she could, since she is of the old weave, maybe she could cure it. I don't know if that's The location that Ren has tracked it down to... We don't know. The location that Ren has tracked it down to is um, somewhere on the island of Cholt, which is an isolated and savage jungle off the coast of Kalimshin. That's does it have a, as far as the arcane weave that Ren was able to detect around that and the lore of that island, is it a very uh, highly charged magical island or is this kind of a no. dead island? Just uh, ordinarily, it is just an island of without any uh, significance. Uh, in fact, there's almost nothing known about it. It's inconvenient to get to. It's not... Highly uh, dangerous. It's a highly dangerous, a lot of savage beasts. There aren't any... Um, the, the geography is such that it's not uh, particularly um, doesn't really lend itself to exploration uh, to, it to growth to, of... to development it's just kind of one of those why would you go there it reminds me things. of Colossal Valley 
Ooh. This is places known as being particularly dangerous and having nothing of value in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, seems like a perfect place to go. Yes. Oh boy. Cholt is um on the west coast, and we are currently on the east. Hmm. Well, Ren, if that's where you think they are, then let's gather resources and uh, have Frida bring us there. We need the. We need like a, a coordinate or something to go to. But... He knows where it is. That's yeah. good enough. It's perfect. It's in the arcane map. I prefer though to not just. I prefer to not. How far off like the mainland is this? A ways. Quite a ways. I mean, like with. We could whip out with, the map. with our current flying machines that we have at our disposal. I mean, are we talking like an hour? Like talking like a four-hour flight. We could teleport to the coastline and then fly over. Yeah, I don't know if I... Again, if magic doesn't work there. Does this seem like a spot where magic doesn't work? Or is just blocking scrying? Kind of like where photons... Uh... No, where they... They clash with each other, basically oh, making a black spot in the yeah. light. You know what I'm talking about? Ren, yep. looked, Ren looks I at Hugh and says, light. What are photons? I've never heard of these crazy beasts. <laughs> It's an uh, archer thing. It's an archer thing. It's how it's how he sees. Yeah. Sam's communicating how he's talking. When you see just, just shadows within a beam of light, where somehow the light is, I don't know, canceling each other out. Yeah, I'm I just kidding. Uh, but yeah, um, based on his explanation, Greg and Pinter's vast arcane knowledge, uh, does it seem like a spot where magic simply doesn't work, or it's just being like scrying is being blocked? Okay. I'm listening. I'm not certain. It does not seem like a uh, some sort of uh, forbidden's magic. Okay, good. Whew, let's go. <laughs> What's forbidden's magic? Like an anti-magic zone. Yeah. Oh. No. Well, yeah, it doesn't feel like uh, that something has put up a block. What do you mean warding? Yeah. Forbidden's is a specific uh, warding ritual. Hmm. Let's take our resources. This may be where Starlight is. Uh, Looks like our best shot. Um, how do we get there? Well, it says, well, we can... So if you brought Solus back? Yeah. She's yeah. still standing around. Unless she yeah. ran off. Well, Ren gives Call over the stone, I'm sure. He's like, hey, found something. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, yeah, assume we, we came, came back. back. He said, uh, come tell us. She well, comes when you, uh, when you ask her to. Good. Yeah, despite Hugh's best efforts, he's been looking at, like, the walls, and it's like he's like, when is no? He's like, it's like we're staring the, at something too hard wonder, and seeing patterns where there aren't patterns. I wonder if he's having a, a pattern that existed before. A Rain Man kind or a um, beautiful mind kind of situation happening. A little bit. So I, you get she back. just finished asking the question, which was, "How do we get there?" Yeah. Uh, so, well, I assume we're talking on this stone while we're walking back, and we're back yeah. at the house. Mm-hmm. So do we can't Frida teleport us there, or at least near? I wouldn't see why not. Yeah, What's the closest uh, we can get? Kalimshin. All right. All right. We should be careful in Kalimshin. What is Kalimshin? Kalimshin is a desert desert city, traditionally. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know my way around deserts. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Um. Are we doing this on the radar or off the radar? We need to get back to Australia. There's no reason. Not to, I mean, I Oseno assume... shows up. Oseno! At Frida's abode. How are you? I assume people know about Thunderstrike being missing already. Yes. He says, good, good. 
all things considered. I know it's been hard for you. I appreciate all the hard work you've been putting in. Says, my team has been unable to locate where Thunderstrike may have ended up. Thank you. I believe we have a promising lead on that front, so whatever your next point of business is. He says, that is good to know. You will for sure let me know what you have found? When we find anything. Says, so you're off somewhere. Soon. Where to? Naughty. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with Chult. Him knowing. No, she's just te- yeah. she's teasing him because he always does this every time they have a conversation. It's like who, what, why, when, where, who, what, why, when, where. constantly. He's like a reporter. It sounds like we're going to be teleporting to Callum Shen and then Onto from Chult. there the Chult. island of Chult. Uh, Ren has detected a possibility there. That's interesting. Interesting. But- I will do some research. That is a uninhabited island, as far as I know. As far as any of us know, but uh, there appear to be changes there since it was last studied by an academic. He says, "All right." If we find anything interesting, maybe we'll name it after ourselves. Uh, a pinter plant. A pinter plant. Pinter pitcher plant. <laughs> the pinter pitcher. He says, "Well, I came to find you to deliver some news that uh, f- from me. We have re- <laughs> we received word from Cormier. Oh, they have officially asked." Uh, asked for aid from their allies uh, for help in recovering their head scout who has not recovered from investigating a mysterious black fog that has fallen over the vast swamp. Was he reading that? No. Like, like, a, like a proclamation kind of thing? No, or? I was telling you. Oh, okay. Um, vast swamp? Say that again. Say head that scout all. missing in Cormier? Head help. scout is missing after investigating black he says, yes, the vast swamp outside of uh, outside of Cormier has had a strange phenomenon. Does this black fog any bells in Pinter's arcane knowledge from all his years of research? Well, beyond that, it sounds like it's linked to Orvum. Yeah, the swamp is Lovely. roughly where Orvum. Pinter does know that. Remind me of Orvum. So, among the... Outside ancient, of, outside ancient of civilization. Um, Lost to time. Pinter knows about this. Kevin does not. Um, Orva is the, yeah. thousands of years ago Orva is the city where Cormier is now that's the short nice. version okay. it fell it had been um, kind of buried in the swamp kind of buried in the swamp presumably is that even before the spell plague yes. it's thousands of years. Okay. It's thousands. this is way 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 before modern civilization it was just it was okay. a kingdom it is so far gone that nobody even it's like our Greek no one even like no one knows how to get to the old ruins of Orva because it is so far re-absorbed um, by the earth. Has Orva been in the campaign before? It's been mentioned we went mm-hmm. to Skyclave, or excuse me, to Cormier before, looked at their library, and the legend indicates that it's possible that one of the shards may be there, and uh, apparently it's impossible to find where Ada is without a amulet, which happened to be a sort of like a compass... That was the amulet you had uh, to look at. Yeah, had to look at. And we went into uh, a prison city to recover it from uh, some people from Hughes Pass. I still think our first priority needs to be Stoyla, but if it... It is... It's difficult. Hmm. Dead zones, black fog, it's all the same. Osena says, With respect, I think our current condition is a fine excuse for not answering the call of request for help. He says, however... The, uh, the possible relation of this location to is why you brought it up. Our, your current quest is why I even mentioned it. 
We get many requests, I'm sure. It is something we'll want to investigate. Yes, we'll have to put it on the docket. I just feel our heart wouldn't be into it if we were still worried about the fate of our friends. Mm. Indeed. Yes. So, continuing with our previous plan, but with that in mind... First up... Kalimshan. Cholt. Cholt. First stop, Cholt. Second stop... The world. <laughs> the mm. black fogs. Hunter uh, goes <laughs> over to Frida and says, Frida, I must apologize for my earlier outburst. And says, I have been exposed to much pridefulness and selfishness in my life, and it's, it can often bring out negative emotions in me. I know now uh, the trials you have been through. And, uh, and I wish to apologize for my previous anger. Frida just says, mm-hmm. That's, that's her accepting your apology. Go right. Sitting at the desk. Sinter is not a prideful man. That's good. She says, oh, I'm going, here. by the way. And then she gets up. Are you coming? And joins you. Of course us? you are. Okay, great. We'll be glad to have you. Excellent. He says, got some stuff on that ship. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well... It's always good to have another person in tune with the arcana on a particular adventure like this. However. Because I have no understanding of it whatsoever. <laughs> what is this weave you guys keep talking What's, about? There's a that. bucket. There's a bucket involved. I think there are pebbles. And my stuff works because of it. I don't ask why the light turns on. I just ask that it does. And I get very upset when it doesn't. However... I would like to request that when you accompany us, you turn your attention to the task at hand rather than um, allowing yourself to be carried away on the whims of the problems of (laughs) planar travel and that kind of stuff because this is kind of uncharted territory and we're going to need all our wits about us. She stares at Ren. For several hard seconds. And says, of course. Basically, we need your brain working on this. It she just rolls her eyes. And then continues. And then you hear her muttering as she walks. As if I don't have enough brain power to concentrate on everything I want to do all at the same time. She's like digging through her stuff to like get her things set. Just talking to herself. Frida, when you're ready. Let's head to Cal... Callum Sean. Callum Sean. Callum Sean. brief amount of time to go and collect some, you know, materials from... Collect some materials. Yes. <laughs> Frida just says, alright, just come back here when you're ready to depart. Says, I've got my own things to work on anyway. Sits back down at her desk. Yeah, Pinter pulls out his arm around to a different desk and starts making adjustments. Fiddling around with jars and such. Or gets back on the horn, discussing many things with many people, yeah. all in, all who believe they are the most important thing in this new regime. Oh, and uh, Forsyth uh, brings you know, some chicken potatoes. Chicken Red. potatoes. They are potatoes. Taste of chicken. Absolutely are. No, Forsyth is an excellent cook, and he's also brewed you some tea. So he has made lunch. But he cannot talk. 
And only so Lincoln, he, he brings that over to Ren. He goes, Ren takes, I'm no longer hungry. Ren Bring me takes one. the plate and takes a bite of the chicken. That is wonderful. And his suspicions are abated. Are abated because it is delicious chicken. It does cooked perfectly, juicy, smoked. Yeah, we did everything. He skin, took his time with it. Skin is buttery and crispy, and he looks back over at Pinter and says, "Can can he cook for us some more?" He says that is his job. Rocco, you're so fired. Deal. I am the last of my family, and he is the last of the family butlers. All of them. Yes. Cobbled together. Well, awesome. Yeah, in fact, he's a couple of them. <laughs> Dark. Woo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, what, Aurora's kind of keeping track of when everyone else is ready because she. Pinter's ready. She she will never be completely off the hook with these guys, and she's kind of secretly glad that she's going to a dead zone because that probably means that her communicator will be offline. Queen of a Shiny Land. Let's go investigate that island. Let's go to another island. Yeah, well, she's always been there. He returns a few trivial Monday dimes in his possession, but looking far more refreshed than when he left. And shaved, probably. Uh, Yes. Is he shaved? Yes. He usually does. I'd be surprised if he didn't. His beard is purple. The ladies are picky occasionally. (laughs) The ones that are worth paying for. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. He's getting level 25. Yeah, level 25 uh, uh, ladies are... He's like, alright, got a natural diamond. Natural diamond for one hour. Natural diamond. Alright, I guess. It is a trivial matter to open a portal to Kalimshim from Frida's uh, permanent teleportation circle in her house. Remember, the, uh, the permanent teleportation circle that is enchanted in such a way that prevents Skyclave's normal laws... That we break the rules. The bar we teleporting the in and out. Granted, Kushio would probably give us an acceptance, but she's had this thing far before Kushio was even remotely considering being the ruler of the country. From Kalimshin, getting on your various flying... Uh, Apparatuses or living creatures or creatures of energy, creatures from another uh, plane, or just a magical device. As uh, Pinter's is, right? It takes three, three and a half hours to get to the island of Cholt. How big is Chol? It's large, pretty large. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the geography is so just like large. treacherous. Like there's nowhere you could just build a city. You know what I mean? Mountainous. Then? You continue into the jungle. Let me get my. Uh... Wow. Oh, I had music. That was an awesome sound. Thank you. That's a that's jungle sound. Oh crap. Bad jungle you continue into the jungle for quite some time. And when you have reached the deep heart of the jungle, you realize that for the last hour the weave has steadily been growing thinner and thinner. 
Before you is a small footpath leading into the core of the disturbance. Your instincts tell you that beyond this point, magic will likely completely fail to function until you leave this area. Frida wipes the sweat from her brow as she examines the border. She says, You feel that? She looks back to Ren. Says, It's like the weave here has completely collapsed. It could take months to heal this kind of damage. Damn that coil bone! Damn that what? Destroy the coil bone. Oh. <laughs> Ren, never heard of her last name. Ren says to Frida, So, your analysis of this is that. Is that. The jump is what caused this tear in the weave. This is called a hunch. Hmm. Aurora, we you say summoner guess when he's done. Aurora attempts to uh, will Solace into existence once more. And she does. I say, Solace, forgive us for summoning you into such a vile rotation. Tell us. She looks around and she's just kind of glancing around and she says, What is this place? He explains that we're on an island called Chultz. She says, it's where you're not. She says, yes. And then, like, looks over to where, you know, the barrier is. And she just kind of, like, looks and, like, reaches her hands. Easy there, Souls. We don't know what that'll do. She reaches her hand through. I guess that's one way to find out. She's old What happens? Old magic. Hunter starts taking notes. Nothing happens. I mean, she just reaches her hand through. And she says, I think I'll be okay. And then she just, like, jumps forward. If not, just jump back (laughs) into the crown. (laughs) And you can see as she does so, when she jumps into the air, she slows down when she hits where the barrier would be and then lands back down on the ground as if her whole body is moving through molasses. Does Pinter sense any changes in the weave Mm -hmm. when she goes into there? I mean, in so much that she is in there and she is, like... She is just arcane, but not anything like uh, it repairing, if that's what you're asking. I'm going to talk about uh, Pinterest coming up with ideas on how to access that old magic, but trying to figure out ways in which you won't make jokes about tapping that. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he's spending most of his time Surely, what do you think he oh, does sure. all day? Well, I follow the linguistic laws of... <laughs> He He's figuring out which language to speak in such that no pun is possible. <laughs> this a is tough. No, uh, Every language has this pun. He's just sweating. <sighs> Interesting. But I believe that our guests may have, in fact, to be remnants of old magic before the spell plague. I think, if nothing else, this may prove it. Hmm. Ren, with Frida's assistance decides to conduct a little bit of an experiment and at the point where the arcane um, weave completely disappears sees if they can figure out perhaps the arc of the circle uh, using math. Telemetry. <laughs> Not using what? magic, using good old math What's to figure out I'm the... Sorry, you said the same you know thing immediately twice. that it's not a circle. It's more like a uh, it's more like a, like a jagged crystal thingy. Oh, you know, like a geode kind of yeah. like it's very chaotic you it's there's no real center and you knew this even from detecting it um originally that it's just kind of like a blob chaotic cluster of a couple blobs is he, is sharp he, points is he able to determine the size of this blob though i mean he could be four it takes up like half the island 
Pinto uh, yeah. tries casting Cloud of Daggers just an at will. Makes some small ghosts appear within the area. Do it spells work within it? Fails to function. No! Pinter says, Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> Pinter, get back down here! And Pinter reskins himself as a fighter. <laughs> Picks um, up a sword. He crosses Pura the barrier. hands him a dagger. There you go. Do you Just feel anything when you cross? Does he feel anything when he crosses? Magic. Oh, what if he, he goes blind? blind? Oh my god. His hair all stands up. Like, he's static. He grows new eyes. Is Hugh blind? Oh, when Hugh goes Hugh in? Cross. Yeah. Hugh can't see. <gasps> Hugh can't see. Yeah. But you can use Story your lock. other you can use your other powers of perception. Storyless. You just can't see. Well that's a dick. <laughs> Interesting. We hadn't we hadn't But your of sense that. of taste has been heightened. Yes, and your sense of smell. <laughs> Walk around with your tongue out. Well this would be fun. Well you uh, can sense, like a snake now. You can sense the world around you. It's just not gonna be yeah. visual now. Huh. So Welcome to my you. world in perma blindness. <laughs> Give me your cloak. Oh, wait, that won't work either. Nothing's gonna work. <laughs> I tie a rope to um, Hugh, I mean, kind of feels his, his bow, and, I mean, can he kind of... It behaves almost uh, like a semi-conscious being, like the way his bow acts, like it reacts to the to creature's defenses. Does it seem the same? Uh, you know, yeah, when he, when he grabs it, just kind of feels, it feels... Um, like the as as the ever. magic has just fails to function here. Interesting. It is. Uh, it's a very very well crafted you know masterwork bow of the absolute highest uh, quality. And you know against any other bow in this place, he's still probably a sharper shot. Excellent. Pluses on skills. Um, but uh, but no, the uh, the magic seems gone. We must try our best. We Let's get out of here fast. Life. Then. How about Aurora? Man. Your power is divine. Mine, in mine is divine in nature. Um, she has magical armor and stuff, which probably wouldn't work. But when she tries to activate her hammer, even the divine. Um, uh, no magic is working. Uh, I would say that um, divine. Powers uh, still draw upon magic. Uh, to grant, access me, granted uh, through the power of the gods, and um, but right. it is still it is still I, I would think um, I would think arcane. Out of just in pure nature. curiosity, Aurora like just she holds her hammer in one hand and then she reaches out and like takes Solus's shoulder. Yeah, Solus is like conduit. Is there any way you can lend? <laughs> Your power to us. Yeah, so can I have some magic? Because she, she's like, maybe, maybe souls will work like a giant battery. Mm-hmm. So the thought occurs to her. To she try looks to Pinter and she thinks, and then you see her glowing brighter and brighter and brighter, and you can feel a um, aura, an aura grow around her, and then it fades, oh. and she goes. <sighs> Don't As do that again. It was uh, very strenuous. And she says, not for long. Is that your daily? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ren, no, that was my lifetime power. Ren, in an instant, uh, summons Tenebrae back and says, I'll be back. I'm going to see how high this thing goes. Uh, and goes Easy, up. I don't want to find out the part <laughs> of it. <laughs> it goes really high. You can't make Tenebrae disappear. 
Uh, well, Tenebrae would fail to be able to fly or live. It's a magical beast. Just fly around and do at-wills. Yeah, just fly and do at-wills. Uh, in, in, in the world of, of Faerun, uh, there are magical beasts which rely on, magic rely on the arcane to live, much like a, uh, a normal person would rely on breathing biology. oxygen. Okay, so <laughs> Their biology is built into the, the arcane existence. Ren flies up and just keeps sticking his hand out. Ren can yeah. detect where it is. He can see it. He doesn't have to fly yeah, through just, it. Don't I mean, just, is it, is it like he a, shouldn't. Is it like a dome? Or does it just go up? No, like I said, it's, it's like jagged like crystals. There are outshoots. Like, and, I know, so could up. he like fly over it? My point is, could yeah. he fly, oh, yeah, could fly, could over, he fly it over it and then search from the sky above to find Thunderstrike and then just drop down. He can, um, he can, but the uh, the thickness of the jungle in this area is it's just extremely thick. You know, like a complete, um, what would you call it? Canopy. Like canopy of, uh, of jungle in there. And any attempt to, like, reach through using any normal means would be magical. Uh, in Pinter's knowledge of nature and history and all that, does he know of any intelligent beings who might live on this island? Like a history check? Um, there, it would not be surprising if there are, like, um... Fairies. Because if there are intelligent things, he can speak to them. Is that a magical ability? No, he just knows all languages. (laughs) As a magical ability? No, it's because he's a scholar. So he just read stuff. Is his brain... And you speak... Telepathically, and I speak telepathically, but he also speaks all. That's an interesting question. Does psionic energy work? I'd argue that it's all taps into the weave. Okay, all this kind of stuff. Let's just make it easy and pretty much anything like that doesn't work. Let's just say we're mundane for now. But I can speak all languages. So, does he know of any intelligent creatures that would live upon this island? Um, it would not be surprising if there are uh, undiscovered, you know, like savage tribes uh, of a sort, but no, uh, no civilized creatures. Okay, but any who speak, okay. uh, there certainly could be. It would okay. not be surprising to. We're gonna find a statue all. of Brandis here with the plaque that says like Tingbok. It's yeah. basically this place is uncharted, so yeah. there's there's nothing in any official. I'm just saying, if we're gonna go into a deep jungle where you can't use magic, it might be good to have a local guide. Well, Ren, yes. If we run across any, I say we don't run across any. I say Pinter's gonna fly up into the air and speaking in any kind of local dialect that he'd know would be here because he speaks all languages. He's gonna call out uh, in his voice uh, in a big magically amplified voice. He's outside of the, the geode of non magic. Uh, and just in, like, ten different languages, he calls in a big voice, and he just says, um, you know, uh, beings who, uh, who inhabit this island, um, we are visiting champions, and seek to grant you, uh, treasures for your help. Um, then, of course, using his vast... Non-trained diplomacy skills that aren't actually best. Uh, he's basically just calling in like ten different languages for someone to come and seek out treasures for helping them. Gotcha. Just see if that gets anywhere. 
Pinchon knows that as he as he shouts this magically amplified voice, he can make it very loud, but as soon as it hits this barrier yeah. that it drops off as if you were, you know, yeah, shouting that loud at it. it and he's trying to, to cast it out over other not areas. certain if he could uh, over yeah, other areas of, of Yeah, the, the area without Geo, just in case I see what there. you're saying. Um Several minutes later, there's some rustling through part of the jungle, and you see um sorry. Yeah, um, you see a uh, you see a man who uh, looks like a, a human, although he is uh, he is short for your average human, and he is wearing thick leather uh, thick leather boots and a loincloth. And, uh, At least he and wears he is, boots, not tall savages. He is holding uh, he is holding a wooden stick as he looks out and he goes, and then runs away. Pinter speaks in his language. He's inside the um, he is inside the. So what does Pinter speak? He speaks all languages uh, through what means of his scholar level ten feature. Speak all languages listed in rules compendium. So this he speaks a language that's not in the rules compendium. Uh, <laughs> Pinter recognizes that this language probably has some roots in a couple different languages, but it is uh, but it is completely unique, and that the uh, the words being spoken are in no known language. Now I can also make an Arcana check to decipher codes or magically disguise messages. So maybe something where he could learn. In this case, he is inside the uh, the null zone. And he runs through the for- uh, runs through the jungle away from you guys. Hmm. Chase him. <laughs> and basically, any magic Aurora's that relies on understanding like, basically relies on understanding the something. intent of the speaker. And since yeah. he's inside the zone, it does not work. Well, he just tries a couple of those root languages with various words like, like "stop," um, "no," "don't." <laughs> um, just like "friend," "don't run," "treasure," or stuff else. like that. He just shouts them out. And rapid procession, trying all these, trying all these different words to try and get the guy to come back and not be Same afraid. Here. Yeah. Um, Aurora actually does bolt after him. She's terrible at tracking though, and if you don't follow her, she probably will get lost. Yeah, let's just go in. I mean, probably uh, we're gonna get yeah, there. She goes stomping the through the forest. You can hear her from like so yards away. Doesn't have any of his armor on or anything. It's just going in. Okay. Yeah, Ren kind of cracks his neck and is just like. Okay. Aurora has done her patent. Here we go. Right. Now, Pinter is very knowledgeable about nature itself, so he can point out things like, careful that patch of uh, grass. Snakes are poisonous. He's got a nature 30, so even like hard checks are like easy peasy. Easy for him. Well, so Ren's pretty resourceful, too, from back in the Feywild. I mean, before he yeah. was um, studying uh, the arcane, I mean, gnomes are... They were used as slaves. They slept in, you know, under trees and out in the wild and stuff like that. So he's got a little bit. He's not pro by any means because he left pretty early on in life. But he's not like he's no chump wandering around in the forest. Or, either, however, so. is a chump wandering around the forest. She knows what a tree is, Mechanical and that's question. about it. Mechanical question: um, Skills are magic items give us bonuses to skills not functioning right now. So Correct. like. Okay, but don't worry too much about adding it. You just kind of look at the raw roll and 
Okay. Estimate. Extrapolate from that. Um, okay. I'm not asking you to roll right now, though. Okay. Um, just perception. I'm gonna need that a lot to like see shit. Moving. Yeah. It does not take. Just moving in the jungle for just a minute or two, and Hugh can hear the very faint sound of chatter in the distance, Excellent. in the direction of where this man has run. We're not alone. Let's be careful. That's okay. Chatter is in more than one. Stick. One voice. Yes, we want to seek people. There's no way we can search this entire jungle on our own without magic. That's true. Uh, let's I follow also, the sound of the voice. I also don't want to be made into a stew, so let's. No, still, I still got a couple hammers. It'll be okay. Well, you guys are all big people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll go for us first. They'll, they'll kick me. <laughs> You'll be their slave. Uh, Pinter's following the sound of the voices. Yeah, Aurora follows Pinter, lets him take point. And she's casting a backward glance at, at Hugh, because she knows he can't see anymore. But he seems to be... Hugh's doing okay, considering. Do, do branches keep hitting him in the face? Like, he's doing okay on the ground as far, but, like, low-hanging vines. Oh, we're <laughs> holding those out of the way. He, he gets hit a couple times, but, I mean, his skills, I mean, being able to detect what the hell's going on around him are pretty damn good. I mean, even despite oh, yeah. not having his eyes. So, listening to air currents and all that kind of stuff. And birds. You reach a clearing in the jungle's underbrush, following the sounds of movement and chatter. Pinter's ability to understand understand languages continues to fail him as he can make neither heads nor tails of what these uh, now multiple voices are saying. Pinter's gonna know this language. Pretty soon. Absolutely. I would be disappointed any other way. When you draw closer, you are faced with a very unusual sight. Half of the airship Thunderstrike hangs suspended by a thick tangle of jungle vines just barely touching the forest floor at an angle. The other half of Thunderstrike lays several yards away with debris scattered between the two points. The people you heard earlier are clearly tribesmen of some sort. They wear leather and cloth with elaborate feathered embellishments. They appear to be working diligently to dismantle the ship, carefully separating the raw materials into various piles for others to carry away. Stop that right now! Ren doesn't make any... He doesn't say anything. He doesn't attempt to tell these guys to stop... He doesn't say, hey, we come in peace. He just stands Are there. Are we still hiding in the underbrush? Them. Like, have they seen us? With Pinter's vast knowledge they have of not seen you. religion, oh. does he they recognize... Are, they seem very, very dedicated to taking this apart. I mean, they're, like, pulling off boars, and you hear just the snapping and popping of, like, wood being torn <laughs> off. And you hear, like, someone's life. taking an axe to one side of it to, like, to splinter, loosen, th- to loosen through an area. Is oh, Ren's half of, is Ren's, are Ren's quarters in the half that's hanging, or the half potions. that's on the ground? The half that's being dismantled. Uh, with Pinterest's vast oh, knowledge of religion, does he recognize what god or gods these people might worship based on talismans and tribal tattoos and such? Yes. Uh... Take it away. It's an ancient pantheon. Oh, it's based on the jungle. These are fungal gods. Because mushrooms can be picked and then regrow, they are seen by these people as uh, symbols of immortality. Uh, So (laughs) their greatest, uh, or actually one of their gods is known in, in our tongue as Red Cap based on the poison red mushroom 
that when picked and prepared in the right way uh, can provide vast mythical visions and prepared in the wrong way it kills its owner so it's seen almost as a judge of those who are worthy and hmm. those who are not knowing this Pinter walks out again he is not in his scary armor he dresses very modestly uh, when he's outside of his armor simple tunics stuff like that he's got a walking stick and he walks out and he bows and then he sketches in the ground in a patch of dirt after clearing away some vines the symbol of their fungus god uh, and he bows to it basically attempting to show that he is respectful of, their... respectful of them the workers freeze staring at Pinter like startled deer then one points at him shouting a string of excited sounding words is it the same one we saw earlier? No, it's a different guy. He's like pointing at the picture. Picture? Picture that he drew on the ground. You then hear a voice coming from inside the suspended half of the ship. Oh, for the love of... You know I don't understand half of what you're saying, right? It's called common for a reason. Stoyla! Pinter shouts up. Stoyla, we're here! A figure emerges from the ship draped in a combination of regally adorned cloth and salvaged <laughs> leather armor. She's also got uh, vines of um, vines from the jungle just draped all over on top of the clothing with mushrooms growing out from several points. <laughs> Two long horns tipped with rose gold poke up from an outrageously colorful headdress of vibrant pink, yellow, and gold feathers. Her face is streaked with white paint, but you recognize her clear as day. Her eyes turn from the tribesmen to you, and she grins from ear to ear. So I didn't think I'd see you so soon! And she jumps down from the suspended half of Thunderstrike. How did you find me? And as she walks towards you, Frida just reaches out and slaps Stoila across the face. The tribesmen erupt into, uh, into shouting, as they start running towards, and Stoila just puts her hand up, uh, straight upwards uh, with her back still to them and they just freeze and stand back. Mm-hmm. Hugh asks if Rowena is there or any other crew member if she's alone. And Ren, Ren looks at her at the same time and says, well, that is some trick you managed to pull there. I'm going to want to check out your notes on that one. Responding, uh, she just ignores the slap from Frida. And, um, it's very mature. responding to Hugh, she says, I, I am the only one. She, I told her to leave, but she wouldn't go. The, the, the emergency, t- it wasn't ready. When we arrived here, everyone else had shifted a little. What? Misaligned, I guess. What do you mean? Mis- she says, I had to try. And she looks to each of your eyes as if looking for uh, validation. Says well, once we recover the raw materials, we'll be able to restart, uh, start reconstruction. We'll make one better. The weave will probably be patched up by then, maybe sooner, if uh, the Mazzali keep working at this pace. Ah, I got them working for you, my little colonial. So, says, are you saying I think I'm a god? They're shifted. You so, mean like, are they 
gone or dead or, or like turned into horrible mutant monster beasts the, or like, something or beams of thunderstrike and she's now bits fused in the wood says it, <laughs> did you blow apart the gorgon chunks <laughs> says the way it works it kind of there are like chunks of oh, teleportation bubbles that a bunch of little ones that all work in tandem and it wasn't ready yet. It wasn't ready. I told her to leave. So you're saying everyone's dead? She, I believe, was the only one alive before the teleport. Hmm. Who do you think is dead? Rowena or others as well? Says, well, everyone that died in the attack says there were tons. Hmm. Says, Rowena... Are you sure she didn't just... I mean, did Jump you see somewhere a body? Else? She's right over there. Oh, crying out loud! Ooh. And looking over, you see a ways off, way where, from where the stockpiles are. There are um, laid out over a large distance is um, a bunch of like, um, not tarps, but like whatever these cloths. kind of people would make. Yeah, like, like cloths, woven uh, woven mats, woven mats laid over what are presumably. A bunch of bodies. Pinter goes over there to check it out. With uh, his medical knowledge and or it does not. Next time, situation. Just, next time, just get right to it. And so that's it, what I said. I said. I said. Is it chunks of bodies under the maps and leaves? No, not chunks. Oh. It, he sees. Um, he sees a whole bunch of um, our halflings, and one is uh, one is Rowena, as well as several other miscellaneous crew, kitchen staff. Are uh, they are they dead? Dead? He checks. Many of them uh, look like they were uh, crushed underneath um, various parts Debris. of the collapsing ship. Others were. Um, there's one that looks like it was stabbed by you know some barnacle coming off of the shadow tentacle. Um, but a couple of them, you see what Stoyla had described where a limb has you know, the, the coming out of the shoulder, there's an arm and then suddenly the next part of the arm is just a couple oh, inches displaced like where it continues. Uh, is, like foresight. Is Rowena hideous like my butler? Is uh, Rowena dead dead? From left shoulder to right hip, she's displaced about a half foot and you know just from a glance that the internal organs. Winter walks over this. and reports this and says, many are dead. Rowena is amongst them. And says, oh, I saw her fight. And he's telling Aurora. He says, I mm. saw her fight Mephistopheles and save us from a grim fate. She was someone She'll who be fought hard for life. There's a wall on the phone. Well, where do we go from here? We found the ship, we found Rowena, and uh, the and rest Stoyla. of the survivors, and Stola. And... Stola said the weave will repair as they disassemble and then reassemble the ship. I don't claim to understand that at all. Uh, It'll work, don't worry. Yeah, it seems like the teleportation damaged the weave, and it will like, repair didn't... like any wound. Hmm. Uh, but it will take time. Okay. In How the meantime, the the people here are. Uh, what did you call them? He says the Metzali. The Metzali. They think I'm their vengeful jungle goddess. Pentagon. And she just smiles. How did, how did and she says, 
Isn't it cute? How did you convince them of that? He says, well, I just let them continue to believe it. These guys really fear magic. They think I've come here to purge their land of it. Well, yeah, but like... Says, well, I kind of did. (laughs) That was by accident. But what did you do? Like, was it just the crashing of the ship here? Or did you have to, like, nuke one of them to make a point? Well, she can't. There's no magic. She doesn't do magic. She's got, like... Well, she, she does. does. She is. She's all magic. I took it back. Come yeah. Red, what do you she has about? all kinds of potions and stuff, too. She could have easily just, like, chucked a potion at them. And, <laughs> and it would have just gotten them wet. Yeah, if it uh, was, like, acid, of, it would have melted them. Ren, did you want did to collect you your Hello, think outside the box. She says, when the ship crashed, they, they have seen uh, ships fly overhead before. They thought that I turned off its magic and made it crash here when I crawled out from the wreckage. They were cheering. You're like the reverse Wicked Witch. Uh, Frida, <laughs> what, what is your you estimation on how long this manual labor will take? Did you ask Frida or Stoyla? Stoyla, girl, what is your estimation? It says, <laughs> these guys work fast when properly motivated. Oh dear. I'm not going to think about that. Are you thinking days, weeks, a year? She says, uh... I don't know, it's hard to tell. Some of those rooms are a real mess where our, uh, where the bigger on the inside enchantments sort of turned inside out. <gasps> yeah, that well, seems that we're going to be out of Thunderstrike for a while, but at least we know Stoyla is safe. She says, but a couple days to get it completely dismantled, and then I'll start reconstruction. And she just beams. Wait, wait, you're going to try and rebuild it here? Says, well, that was the plan before you showed up. He says, well, I guess, it. what do you want to do? If we could get the parts out of this anti-magic zone, then we could teleport them somewhere with um, well, a skilled labor group. How critical are the parts, even? I mean, we could just leave. She looks sad and says, well, first she responds to Pinter and goes, but, says, I kind of like it here. Power, and then she looks back where a lot of them are, are looking on, uh, looking on, and she looks back and she goes, ah! and just waves her hand at them, and they all start scurrying and get back to work and start dismantling again. And, Ren says, and she how? looks to Hugh and says, how dare you? I mean, the parts were acquired before, they could be reacquired again. They are part of her! Ren says, how... Says are- she was a good ship! Her parts will work again. She's still says, We'll add new ones and we'll have to fix them up and we'll have to throw out the parts that are unusable now, but we can use a lot of her. Well, it says, I, I agree. That's fine. The situation you have here is incredibly tenuous. I mean, surely you've heard stories of people pretending to be gods and that ending very, very poorly. She says, Keep your voice down. Ren says, It says, before this long, is... the Weave will come back here, and if they try to turn on me, they won't be a problem. And if they turn says, on have you, you seen before them? the Weave they use comes wooden back. Sticks. But Ren, Ren, says, Ren says, okay, regardless of whether you're a considered to be a god or not, these conditions are extremely primitive. I mean, reconstructing we... the ship here will take far longer than it would back, you know, in the Thunderstrike shops in the more civilized parts of... Faerun. Why don't... I mean, you... It's obvious you like bossing these guys around. I mean, not to get... Uh, 
I mean, please, I rule Kana, I gotcha. I know what it's like. But how is this any different than when you're ordering around the halflings? And Why stuff don't like we that? send the halflings here? Why don't we have all your people cart the stuff to the edge of the anti-magic zone and teleport all the all of it out of here? Because that's a good idea. We could use a proper uh, we could use a proper shipyard. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think that's the most I mean, suitable. Solution. I think we can use all this stuff. Why waste it? And if these schmucks are willing, to I look. I already said reconstruction doesn't have to happen here. I just want to get her parts. Deal. That's fine. How long can we? So a day or two, you think? A couple days. Says reconstruction will take a lot longer than that. Sure, but just I mean, getting all the stuff portable, we can take it to the edge of the anti whatever the hell this is doing here, and then it's a big. Shit. We can you know teleport it the hell out of here. Then you guys all see Storla just wave her hands in front of Hugh's eyes. Says he can't see, can he? No, I cannot see, but I, I can hear you hear. doing that. <laughs> I can hear it, and I can, I can feel taste it. Your hand from here. <laughs> Uh, well, it seems like, yeah, if we just uh, get a teleportation system to get the ship's parts out, then it should be fine. He says, in the meantime, I've got to go learn a language. And then he walks over and starts talking with the people and learns their language. He says, you guys want some meat? Yes. Is it mysterious in origin? He says, I don't know what animal it comes from. Certainly it's native to here, but it tastes delicious. So, yes. Deal. Missing. <laughs> no. Thanks. She looks back and just shouts a couple words in this language, which Pinter has already learned to uh, to mean food. Now, uh, yes. he's taking notes. When when Pinter learns their language and is communicating with them, um, does he learn that they are what is what does Pinter tell them that we are? He tells them that we are brothers and sisters of the goddess Stoila. <laughs> so, do you get the vibe that they're doing this out of respect, out of fear, out of... What is their reason for doing this? If for well, Asmodeus arrived and asked you to do something, so they are, as Stoila is asking them. They're doing it out of worship. Hmm. They would not question the requests of gods. And, but he knows that they fear, deathly fear magic yeah. in the arcane, and that she has come here and purged it. She is it. anti-magic, yeah, they, somehow. And then when the anti-magic goes away, we'll fireball them. <laughs> <laughs> From orbit. That's <Ren, laughs> the Ren has their fear. Before, so it's okay. <laughs> no, he's really fascinated by new cultures. He's very curious, and he studied for, you know, ten You're years You're an anthropologist. Yeah, absolutely. So he's taking notes on the language, not using any magic to study the language, just his vast intelligence. It's photographic memory. It's lingraphic memory. Audiographic memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for situations like these why Hugh does not solely rely upon the magical quiver of arrows. He has quite a few just regular old ones, too. Helping I imagine quiver. Hugh has non-magical backups with pretty much everything. Yeah, Fincher's helping with the dismantling the ship, too. Except doing for actual, potatoes. Like, he has, like, one hard potato. Labor. <laughs> no, he has food. Just while, like, chatting with them <laughs> yeah, to, like, learn. It's the best way to learn later. Immerse yourself in, uh-huh. the, in the culture, which right now is dismantling a ship. And then he gets married to one of them. And eventually he says, I'm going to stay here and raise my family. After, like, two hours. But then he becomes magical in, like, a month. and <laughs> like, He finds out their gestation period is seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> 
I have to go get some. Pinsir talks to six generations before you leave. <laughs> before he figures out what's happening. Uh, but actually, during this scene, I was talking to you guys and saying, so, you know, perhaps we should investigate that black fog. Uh, I doubt, or I have doubts that Thunderstrike could have sailed into it, anyways. Uh, certainly, I'm loath to leave her leave her here alone. This situation yes. could turn on her at any moment. Maybe we could have um, some of the guards Thunderstrike come and protect her here. Uh, sure. Getting him here would be it. There well, are, no. It would um, be easy to get anyone here. Well, well, yeah, we could close. create we a portal that would lead... We create a portal that would lead, I mean, open in Iamaskar, and then they could just come through. Yeah, there are a million different ways to... Traveling across the world... I mean, for all intents and purposes, yes, if we had the tribes people drag all this crap out, it would take a couple days. We could ship the entire, like, we could ship, like, a thousand people here right now and have this sucker dismantled and out of here, like, by the end of the day. Let's do that. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't think of that before. That's what we've been saying I guess all the time. they just some Well, it's um, it's a lot to ask of people who have just. I mean, we have to. Says, well, as long as you get people to treat her with respect, okay? I mean, these guys say what you will about them. They've got a certain, and then she just takes a big bite out of a huge hunk of meat that they had uh, that the tribesmen had brought you guys in this little sitting area. It's just raw meat. It just takes a bite. She's on. She says, "Say what you will, but they're very, uh, they're very delicate with wood and such. <laughs> it's what they work with most." I think Starlet's gonna be just fine. <laughs> Starlet is a typhoon. Yeah, she's not a um, squishy creature. No, by any means. So yeah, why don't we send Halfling and some of the crews here? You to know, at least help like a dozen. Take it out, yeah. and then we Speed can teleport. Along. The parts to a workshop. Maybe a few tools like wheelbarrows or carts or something. Because we're going to have to transport all this stuff yeah. to the edge of the zone. I assume it's mundane stuff that our staff, your staff, can take care of. I, can, I don't mind you sending orders. You seem to right. have a really good understanding of just basic delegation. Now that Pinterest helped solve this mystery, now he's really curious about that black fog. <laughs> Next. Like, hey, we know who's alive, we know who's dead. We should probably... Bury Rowena because she's a warrior Not with here. it. Yeah, don't bury her here, though. Not we'll here. have no. her taken back to, uh, you know, various rituals put on her to preserve her. Ren does the ritual. He picked it up no, when he was we in. we can't do it here. Inside uh, the no, no, he takes her out. Oh, okay. And he picked up the this ritual when he was in Diva Mascar yeah, of the, the preservation body, body yeah. ritual. We so used it on She did get all... Gross. And get you back. There we go. And we return to Skyclave, I assume, unless there's anything else you guys want to do here. Oh, yeah, wait, Ren, you want to get your stuff from the ship? Frida wanted to get some stuff from the ship. Yeah, is he asked. Is there anything solid? Yes, Stoyland says, Do you. Have you been to my quarters? Do you know what the. what their. status is? She says, Oh, yeah. Um. And she says, that reminds me. And she reaches in to, uh, reaches into her coat and, like, there's a whole bunch of, like, little pouches because she's wearing, like, this stuff they made for her and she looks very kind of uncomfortable in it. Comfortable in a, I like what this gets for me type of deal. But, um, 
not for anything else. And then um, she says, um, yes, I did find something uh, in the lower decks. I think it's yours. And she hands it to Ren. It is something precious he had left on the ship and not expected to recover. What is it? Who is it, the snowflake? No. Let him, let's not do what we always do and fulfill a million things for him it could possibly be. And he's Remember, like, yes, he got really upset last week. <laughs> because everybody so always So I want you to that. let my BFF is it the- come up with his own thing. Yes. Uh, she hands it to him, and it's it's just a little, it's a little uh, leather uh, satchel. I mean, kind of, you know, like this size, just little. And... Uh, when he takes it, the rest of the group notices that there is a um, like a spark that arcs between their two hands as they as they exchange the um, the satchel, and it's as Ren opens it up, you see that it is a ring that is just charged and arcing with lightning and energy. Um, it's kept in a leather satchel so that it would kind of kind of keeps the um, energy from hitting other stuff, but it's so powerful that it manages to almost cause the hair on your arms to, to stand up as you are close to it. And Ren explains that um, it is a very precious item to him, that it was given to him by his mentor many, many years ago, and that um, it is one of the few things that he has from... Um, it is one of the few things that he has uh, held on to from Magini and that he doesn't wear it or anything like that, but he keeps it among his most precious possessions. And it was, in fact, this that he was trying to um, get Recover. a bead on when he was searching. And um, when she gives this to him and he takes it out and looks at it, he just kind of looks back at Stoyla and nods and says, thank you. Hmm. And puts it back in the pouch and tucks it into his jacket. Or his... Pouch. Robe. Um, but other than that, the, uh... Your personal living quarters are mostly intact. I mean, jumbled around quite a bit, but... He says, at least it's not the half. Of the, at least it's not the section of the ship that got completely severed and fell off before I could activate the device. Oh, that that one probably is in the ocean now. He says, a second later, and that entire half there, and she points to the hanging part, would have joined its fate. I managed to hit it before that beast had split the whole thing. Hmm. You did good, Strela. Pretty amazing. I'm I'm glad you took the initiative. She says, you are? Yes. She knew the risks. We all did. But next time, maybe let us know that you're working on a secret project. Was that this mystery boss she project? Says, no. She says, that didn't get damaged. It says, it's almost done. Is it gonna kill us? She gets really happy all of a sudden. She says, well, I can't show it to you now. It doesn't work here. Oh. So it's magic. She says, I work on lots of secret projects for the ship. And not secret, I work on lots of projects for the ship. I don't tell, about, tell them to you until I think that they're ready to go. Besides, you sign the, the requisition forms. It's blinking. That's true. That's normal. That's true. 
I. Oh, it's recording. Weird. Um, Ren says, "Yeah, but like, for example, I would have kind of liked to know that you had this emergency. Oh shit, lever." Um, well, so... as you can see, it wasn't really. And Frida says she shouldn't have used it. Okay, Ren says, "I don't care. We're not going to get into that." But what's done is done. How about if you have? I mean. Your inventions are amazing. It's not like we're ever going to tell you no. We'll probably not ever tell you no. Sometimes we might tell you no. But Ren probably won't ever tell her no. Aurora will definitely sometimes. But that's why she comes to me. I'm the cool parent. So, um, but we would kind of like to know what you're working on just so that situations like this don't happen again. I mean, if you're working on a surprise cake recipe for my birthday, that's one thing. But if it's something that's going to benefit... The well, now I'll just scrap the surprise cake recipe. <laughs> you're working on a surprise cake? She just looks annoyed that you're it's chastising a, her. It's a cake with Look, a seems to be, that She seems to be uh, on edge and a little sensitive about this entire device. Look, I'm not chastising you at all, but... Just... Gently. The quorum. I mean, just tell us. We it, It's... it's Top secret classified information. It's not like we're going to go out there and tell everyone, but it's probably something that should be discussed. She says, fine, I'll give you my full schematics and the entire details of everything I expect to put into Thunderstrike 2. Because I get to design it, right? Yes. I can't think of anyone yes, else who would. of course. Why wouldn't you? She just stands up suddenly, like, very... Um, kind of oddly non-casual and stands and she says, yes, I will not let you down. And then she nods and she turns around and then she runs around the corner and you hear her just go, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but now Ren really wants to find out what the mystery invention is. Hugh looks at the uh, shattered remains of the ship Thunderstrike and is pleased with his decision not to store the Inside there. I don't know. Could have solved your problem, maybe. Uh, probably not. I mean, Aurora says this kind of like as an aside. Hugh doesn't say this out loud. He he's just thinking to himself. Her insight's like off the charts. You're like you're like. There we go. Okay. You're you're, you're tonguing like a certain area of your mouth, and she notices. Yeah. Yeah, he's not actually looking at it. I guess that's true. He's just sort of... It's been described to him. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's awful. It's awful. Luckily, all of Aurora's forged <clears throat> stuff is in the planer pocket. So hopefully yeah. her, her forge is fine. Because she's been working on stuff in there. And it would be devastating if any of it were broken. Yeah, the planer pocket isn't really linked directly to the ship. It's like, that's There's where the doorway there. to get in there is. Yeah. Interesting. Um... If there's nothing else pressing in this particular location, Hugh's going to return back to the edge of the uh, He does zone. not like not being able to see, huh? It's a little disconcerting. Okay, Aurora will guide him there. Even though he doesn't need her help, she refuses to just let him wander off blind into the forest. I guess it's not really... It just seems irresponsible. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm fine, I can make it on my own, but she knows, like, even though that may be true, there's probably some pride happening there, too. I want to know if, if Hugh can take out his bow and using all of his other senses 
is able to like shoot a squirrel in a tree. All sure. right, we'll squirrel put, definitely. Let, let's put you say hit that knot head. hole, and you're like, okay, knot hole's there. Give me like yeah, but something moving around. Like, let's say even a knot hole. Squirrel would like, be easy from like fifty yards, and I go up and just tap on it, and you then might, uh, get out of the way. Maybe. Only one way to find out. Are you kidding me? You tap on it, and he just goes. Uh, he takes a stick. Ren just gets a huge grin on his face because he is so shitty when it comes to just physical weapons and stuff that it never ceases to amaze him the kind of crap that people like Hugh or Brandis or... It's like teaching a dog to... Even Aurora sometimes. I mean, she does a lot of magical stuff too, but the stuff that they're able to do with just these mundane... um, Bodies? Just... just (laughs) pieces of wood and metal it's just it's amazing and oh, meat yeah. and meat wood metal and meat the four food groups yeah that was only three okay. are we good anything else we're doing in this area no i'm satisfied we got very sa- very sad about rowena though we're yeah. not happy about that but how yeah. keen would these tribesmen be to becoming um crew members oh on well, they hate magic. Well, they, they absolutely hate magic. Hate they probably magic. don't want to come up And on we're our happy when they ship. saw the other airships, you know, when they they were pleased with the idea of it, this airship being destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I know. But It's a good question, probably not their I bad. hate to I bad. hate to just squander this potential resource. If we can exploit it somehow. Hmm, a village of... Uh, <laughs> it's a village of willing workers. This How is can a suggestion for Lincoln. Not coming from Pinter. Maybe not for Thunderstrike. But maybe for Ren's other... Efforts. <laughs> Ren's other hobbies. He's gonna totally be a devil worship site. No, he needs, a, he needs people who are a bit... You know, used to a more... Chillier climate. You'd be better luck recruiting some Inuits. Hmm. They have a hundred different words. Or some of Damon's people, for example. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just leave them be then. Yeah. Um. Huh? You're so weird. Yes. Yeah. So, do we summon some halflings then to help with the disassembly of the ship a little yeah. quicker? Mm-hmm. I would assume that it's going to take a, like a little bit of time to get that many people here to help. Since yeah. if we bring a bunch in. more people here, they might see through my ruse. Oh, that's true. Let's just let the the tribes people bring this stuff out. We'll teleport it out. Says, so look, the two days is going to be in the drop in the bucket compared to how long it's going to take to build a new one. Yeah. Uh, All right. In the meantime, okay. we have some black fog to well investigate. I'm not comfortable leaving her here alone. Uh, let's summon in the guard or something. Uh, or just, I'll be fine. Why don't we just hang out here? Because we have things to do. What's two days gonna do? Black fog. Um, we could jump at any time. Okay. So it could mean years. We might as well live it up on the beach for like two days. Take a quick <laughs> vacation. Now I know you're God, we've been you going, going, going. I really do hate the beach. The end of the world is coming. As much as I appreciate tea time. I know. I The end of the world is coming, but I do have the people that I care about, which, namely in this case, is Stoila, and I also don't want to see her get... Just for you to react to that? She says, have you looked at them? 
I could take them all. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, if you got your... If you got your magic back, if you happen to fight them on the beach... Says, I... He says, I can sprint to the beach. He says, she says, I still got it. And she stands up and starts <laughs> jogging jogging in place. Pin tries to talk to these people in their native tongue. And he says, uh, they see Storyla as a goddess. Um, so long as the real goddess doesn't show up in the next two days, I think I'm safe. Yeah. That would be a problem, by the way. If that happens, could you please come and get me? Well, you're in an answer magic zone. You'll be fine. Yeah. Well, therein lies the rub. <laughs> they, they you can. just said that, and it has more, even more solidified Ren's <laughs> decision of just wanting to hang out here for a day or two. Well, what do you guys say about hanging out or going? Now, you know how many, how many, I how many tribes people are here? Wait, 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 wait! How many tribes people are here? Thousands, hundreds, yeah, like twenty, uh, like fifty. Like you 50? can't have a big. Group then of... just get people here and put those guys on lockdown for like a day, <laughs> and then when we leave, untie them. <laughs> Done. This why is are the we worst even, why are we even debating disaster this? ever? Who gives, says, I agree, why are they debating this? I like it here. Who gives a shit? They're like She's starting to get indignant that, that you're gonna take away her tribe. People at all. I Starlin just lost her ship. Let her have her day of worship. Uh, okay, but I still think we should hang out here then. I'm with you. You I think she'll be fine. She uh, escaped Arasa Academy. What does Hasten say? <laughs> Uh, I still don't feel comfortable about it. Jason just says, we don't have time for a vacation. There we go, it's deciding about. Mm. Well, that's all he did. he just says that. <laughs> he is a member of the quorum. Barely. Um, <laughs> she's technically, I'm not. More than Brandis. So it's still yeah. time. Yeah, he's more. <laughs> he should order Brandis around sometime. That'd be funny. I wonder what Brandis is doing. If we could just, I don't know. He's on the beach. Lazy Brandis. When we leave, we'll just open a portal to Thunderstrike, leave a small... Con- they, I mean, they can wait outside the magic area. Yeah. So they're nearby if there's problems. There we go. And you can just, you know, light the forest on fire if you need help. They won't help with disassembly, but they'll be around if you need some help. They'll be they, fine. We could have in, even have Asenio. You're such a nurturer. Asenio? Asenio? What's the doppelganger saying? Hoseno. So Hoseno. much shit can go wrong we could and even does have... go wrong constantly. Yeah, we could even have Hoseno hang out soft here heart. for a day as one of them. It would be so incredibly foolish to have Long found her after possibly being wiped off the face of the earth by some horrible magic gone wrong to ever be killed by a bunch of pygmies. I mean... I don't know, they're normal sized because they're about a size. <laughs> they're perfectly average. <laughs> now Ren is just freaked people. out that their actual god is going to show up here, the giant mushroom man. And <laughs> red cap. Well, you know, she does Astoyla does have like really, really red hair. I'm sure that that uh contributed to their I era. think she's gonna be fine. Alright, well good enough then. No, I like your idea. We'll we'll put some yeah. guards out. She can run to that area if she needs help. But uh I don't think we should st- sell her short. She's a very capable young she woman. She is. She's handy capable. Hmm. Shall we go to Cormier then? Yeah, next on our list. Yeah, no reason not to, I guess. Cora, 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 Cora. All right. Cormier. Should we leave the anti magic zone? Yep. Our magic. Frida, thank Everything you for Everything restores all been... just fine, yeah. Yeah, Frida, thank you for all you've been doing today. Uh, we should 
get going to Cormier. Will you come with us there, or did you want to... Uh, you got what you needed from the ship? She nods, and you realize she just kind of disappeared soon after and just was rummaging through. Yeah. And now she's got a big old pack. Um, a big old pack that she was lugging out. And she says, got everything I needed. Excellent. It's uh, her wren shrine. She says, I'm going back to my house. Excellent. Uh, and then she cool. just draws a doorway in the air. Once we get out. Yeah, once you're out of yeah, the, yeah. the zone. Alright, you're gonna go back to your house. Can you do a portal first to Cormier? Before you disappear to... Is it insult Ren when she asks someone else to do it? Or is well, she's already right? doing it, so I figure she can she just kind of do it. She's a portal master. Yeah. I was just wondering if it does. That's okay. Ren's a hell of a cook. She's like a pro chef, though. She says, ugh. At least in this one. Like, takes like, it takes like two minutes to just draw it in the air. If she had asked some like regular Joe on the street to do yeah. that. <laughs> but like Frida's one of us. I mean, it's fine. Aurora sees a tribesman. Can you do this? Yeah, so it's it's Frida, and he likes Frida, and it's fine. If she had been like, hey, um... Schmuck. Schmuck number one. I don't even know. Phil? Well, she draws a portal in the air with her finger and says, all right, come here. And then she just walks through hers, and it closes. Excellent. All right, off we go. In her and way. She, she walks through. Okay. Pinter's still smarting a little bit from the did you fail at your prophecy a little thing. <laughs> oh god, that's right. She really just nailed you with yeah. that. Huh? That's a low through. blow, Frida. He goes through basically planning on doing the best he can on his new challenge. Gives him a minor complex. Ah, kids, that's what he thought when Daleman went away. Yeah, that hmm. makes sense. Once in Cormier, the uh, the steward of the king is quick to meet with you and immediately thanks you for responding to the call and explains to you the situation. Hello, Stuart. The Stuart. old... What was that uh, swamp place called? Uh, the vast swamp? swamp. The vast swamp. Uh, the vast swamp has had a great um, black fog has just suddenly appeared over it. It started in the middle and just grew out over it and then stopped growing just to take... The entire, uh, the entire swamp. That's ominous. They sent out their best scout, and she has not returned. And they are very concerned because, uh, uh, in his words, he says, there exists no reason that, that, he, that they could possibly think of that would cause her to not come back. As hmm. a, other than her being uh, deceased, I imagine. Has Hugh heard of this scout? Good reputation or something? Or, I don't know. Uh, yes, he says that, uh, that the head scout was a swift red singer, which Hugh has heard in his travels as being a particularly, um, she's very well respected. She's very well respected in, uh, in Cormier. It's unusual for, um, uh, someone like her to, to have a position like that in a, in a city, but she is, uh, she's, she's like a, a very much a ranger type that has, uh, that took up kind of. A nobility position, but continues to do all the field work herself. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Groovy. Like, ordinarily, this would be a position that leads the scouts, but her way of leading the scouts is by. If you want it done right, is by just doing it. 
Do it yourself. And uh, Cormier is happy to have it because she does it better than anyone they could, else they could get. What was she looking was for expensive. in the swamps? I think she was, was investigating she just the, black investigating the black fog. Oh yes, to investigate the uh, the black fog. Did he have any ideas? So all she was supposed to do was go there, take a look, and come back. So he had no ideas of where it might have come from or any lore of it happening before. Never. A lot of firsts lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All signs of dark times. Um, well, we'll definitely look into it. Uh, how long ago she's been missing? It says uh, a week. A week. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Great. <laughs> well, you, you would know, you right? You say can that? just summon up her, her spirit, right? Well, I'll do it back, guys. Hold on. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, we'll definitely go take a look I at it. I tripped on a rock um, and hit my head. Oops. Please, please make up a better story. I ate a bad berry. Hmm. While we're here, we should, might be wise to take a look into... Uh, I got a report from Osfena that... Um, Daisy oh, yeah, that's died weird. under mysterious circumstances and it may... Did she live in Cormier? She did. Um, she moved to Cormier shortly after her prison break. Sorry. Yeah. Her her political release? I don't know what you'd call that. Yeah. Kind I wonder of. if these things are tied together. Uh, hmm. Possibly. The swamp both, is near Orva. And they both are related to Orva. Davy appeared to, Daisy had appeared to die and it was unusual. Why was she connected to her? Uh, she was the one who had the locket, which had the uh, compass that led to the ruins. She was briefly possessed by one of Char's um, aspects. Yeah. Aspects. These things are all connecting together. Yeah. It's very possible. Um, we may want to stop there first if there's anything we can determine about her death uh, before we investigate the swamp. Just of course. All right. See if there's anything else connecting them. Well, there's a... Um, a main guard post somewhere around here. Yeah. We can probably pop our head in. Although, I don't know how much we can expect them to be able to actually tell us. No. Uh, do you it's been a long time. Scene? Yeah, that'd scene? be ideal. I mean, if we could do the same thing we did with the princes, but I don't know. That's... Difficult magic. Yeah. Well, there's no harm in going and looking. Although, Fair I enough. much prefer... Investigating the fate of the living rather than the dead. Just to see if there's any strange connection to it. <laughs> All too true. Let's go. Uh, do, do you know where she lived or where she died? Uh, oh, Sina, tell me. Yes, you know from the report where her um, where, where her happens. cottage was. She was yeah. living in kind of, I mean, in seclusion. I, I she I was kind of an ex-con, basically. Note. So yeah, kind of the outskirts of a small village. Yeah. Stop dodging the question, Hugh. What? No, yes, note, and also from Osana's report, but yes. I oh, also the report, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. How long ago did she die? A while ago. Uh, it was... That was a... Months, I'd say, probably. Maybe a month? Like, I'm not sure. It... I thought it was like six months ago. Six months? Uh, wait, How long ago did Daisy die? Death was like weeks ago, ago? Right? not weeks. too long at all. Oh, no, weeks. not much time has passed. This was not before. There was a six-month jump, which is basically fast-forwarded to the Blood War starting, and that's where the vast majority of everything has been happening in the last quite a while. Okay. Mm. Okay. So maybe a, maybe a month. Before. It's only been weeks okay. since okay. then. A few weeks then. Yeah. It was. I remember. It was just when 
we got the news. It may have been when we came back from from the six month thing. I'm no, no, sure. from uh, from anyway, the, it doesn't matter. It's anyway, like a month, so it doesn't take long to travel to the cottage. Um, yeah, kind of seedy area. No, the not cottage has not been times. reclaimed. Um, the uh, it is still there and and um, seems undisturbed. Hmm. Not to disturb it, uh, Hugh. That's disturbing. Uh, surveys the area surrounding it, just. Getting a feel for it. I mean, it's been weeks, but he's trying to check the outside of the building first. Um, basically reviewing what he'd heard from Oseno about the crime scene. Um, <clears throat> seeing if there's anything he'd determine on his own. Forced entry, damage to the building. I mean, residual tracks at this point is kind of a dream guess, but he's you, so. Yeah, I mean, you can see that people have uh, probably come here in the last month. Uh looks like any valuables have been picked clean from the place. It's not like the place has been ransacked, but, you know, there's just... Someone probably came, looked around, and grabbed stuff that looked good and left. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to uh, hard to get any more information than that um, just from looking around. Hmm. Um, Perhaps the floorboards may be a sign of a struggle. Uh, possibly. Ren sense anything arcane in here? Like, uh, no, but you could attempt to do your uh, look into the past thing. Uh, that's what Hugh oh, said. Yeah. Right? Into the past ritual. I mean, see. Uh, there's uh, nothing there. There's nothing out of the ordinary as far as like but to see enchantments back a few in this weeks place is or anything difficult. like that. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. You could probably manage it. Yeah, if you need assistance, Ren. Let me know what I can well, do. Well, how do you want me to work this because of our... Um, new arrangement? New I said arrangement. you can do it, so don't worry about it. Okay. Don't read the ritual, just let's, what not, are you trying to do? I'm trying to... Go back a few weeks? Go back a order. few weeks to see if... What happened <laughs> in this place. Attempting to peek. Going back that far is kind of rough, though. Into the past. This far. Even with your vast... Sources of uh, magic is a very, very difficult thing to do. It will require an arcana check. Um, against a hard DC. Let me assist you. Okay. We're back to way. He assists you. She can tell that there's magic involved, and now she's just going to get out of the room. Uh, he pulls out a big tome and flips to a page and says, I think this will be useful. Ran rolled horrifically. Oh. <laughs> Thirty-five. Thirty-five plus uh, the assist. Plus the assist. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. That's pretty, pretty close. Sure. Maybe like thirty-eight. Right, is I think, no, I think that's. It. I think thirty-seven is it. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Oh, can you add one? It's hard. <laughs> can I use heroic effort? Because I'm a human now, mechanically. <laughs> and re-roll. What? Never mind. What Ren sees, the image that he can conjure, there's almost nothing left to draw upon as Ren does everything he can. You see a scene around you begin to form very faintly. You can see uh, sort of a humanoid figure, but it looks more like one of those... Shadows. ...wooden drawing dummies, you know what I mean? It's like there's no... There's no, um, no detail. There's no detail. You couldn't even tell who it was. You can just assume based on the size that it would probably be Daisy. It's just this kind of 
blob of human uh, of human there, and you see another figure, much larger. This one wearing armor from head to toe, plate mail uh, from head to toe, and he is holding her by the neck, uh, raised up into the air against the wall. And then the image fades, and you can't see any more detail. Mm. And we'll continue next week. Huzzah! <clears throat> well.